Are you going to Wu Tang? Yeah, probably. I've never seen Wu Tang hey, so altogether. Me you, either. Getting yeah. us tickets? I'm, I'm working on that, sir. Get that top one. Okay, well, let's look right here. It smells very maple. Dude, I think I, fu- I fucked up the almond one today. It smells maple as fuck. This is, I, I like think, it. oh, you just like an almond one? The, the almond butter, I think it was. That's just the uh, maple butter? or so maple. Mm. maple. Yeah. You taste the maple. It's probably going to be too rich for me. The Snickers been my favorite shit forever, so I probably See, I'm a slut for chocolate. Like, I'll do some ratchet shit if you put chocolate in my face. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. You want someone killed? Give me a Snickers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I don't like it. Yeah, I need somebody. Mm. You don't too, like it? It's too sweet for me. Is it too sweet, really? Yeah, for me. Oh, it's man. definitely too sweet. It is definitely very sweet. But I can't put it down. <laughs> I haven't had a... Oh, yeah. There's some Go for you to use some dude ones. Oh, yeah. Hashtag no mud butt. No mood, mud butt. <laughs> mood. <laughs> mood boot. Mood boot. Man, these things are warm. <laughs> That's how they say it in Eagle, right? Hashtag no mood boot. Order up. Order up. This is a certified hood classic. <laughs> You know it's crazy I took my kid to Cup Cafe this weekend And one of the hostess was from England and shit Just from London Awesome yeah, I think that's a. I don't say it's a sexy accent. I love it, but it's definitely unique. Like, yo, I fuck with you. You sound hella smart. You might be the dumbest kid on the block, but you sound smart. But as you shit. sound smart as fuck because right. you use a different type of language. You use the <laughs> the Queen's English. You know what I'm saying? Like, be saying that slick shit, and they just be talking normal. You know, you know the one that was all sixes and, and sevens. Was, and I think that's the appeal of Slick Rick. Oh, it's the fact that he talks that the Queen's English. That's why he sounds so fly. You know. That's He's all, good, how you thought. poor pieces of trash. He called people crumbs like a motherfucker. That's rubbish. Rubbish. That type of shit. You know what I'm saying? That's like, exactly. I've told that story on here about when rubbish. we went to Disneyland yeah. and we were in um, Disney World and there was, my lady was like trying to throw her trash away and this little kid was standing in front and this little girl was like, come on, get out of the way. She's trying to throw away her rubbish. Like that. Like it was funny. What? I'm like, and my lady was dying. She was like, oh my God, that was so cute. She was like, yeah, she loved that shit. I love that. I've literally looked up uh, videos on YouTube on how to speak uh, with an English accent. Like, I think I'm just going to have to start listening to Russell Brand all the time and just fucking. Just <laughs> that dude is the, the best impressionist when it comes to uh, accents. Really? Russell, uh, no, Russell Brand, Russell Peters, I was thinking. Oh, yeah, you're Russell two Peters. different people. Yeah. yeah. Two different people. Damn. You're in the phone, shirt, Dog, it ain't no joke today, though. It's like 100 some degrees. I notice when I don't have a case on my body. So much hotter. Yeah. <laughs> that, I'll go to, that metal uh, just absorbs the heat. Like, I'll go to, <coughs> I'll go to the gym and I'll go into the, the sauna, sauna and I'll keep it in my pocket. I'll just like change the songs from my watch and shit. The watch never has a problem. The earphones, I never have a problem. But the fucking phone, when it's in my pocket without a case on and shit, dude, I just feel that fucker getting hotter. Ooh, it's ooh. like a little red brick on fire, yeah. like right next to my. My leg right Your now fucking crazy, yeah. Your crotchel. Your crotchel. Crotchel. Crotchel area. But yeah, man. Okay, so we hit record, right? Where we been? Oh, we were good. Recording. My levels All are right. good. Yeah, you're good. 
guys. You just got to be all up in it, like all up in it, invested. Okay. <laughs> you just got to be all up in it. So, episode fifty-four, guys. This is the Hood Diner podcast. Isn't this fifty-five? Yeah. Oh, it's fifty-four. Bro, if I pull up Chepe's episode right now, or the boys from uh, the bodega right I'm now, I'm pretty sure this was fifty-three. If not, I just totally fucked that yeah. Patreon up all the yeah, way. Yeah, for That's sure. That's all right, though. When I say it, I'll just put a big old 55. Yo, yeah. 55. Yeah. He's going to edit it. You know how they have that shitty editing like voice? Yeah. 55. Episode, yeah, episode 55. <laughs> yeah, bro. We're episode 55, you fuck. Okay, my bad. My Jesus bad. Jesus Christ. Bad. Do your homework. Shit, I'll do the editing. You won't even hear none of this bullshit. Damn. <laughs> Nobody even know I fucked up. Welcome we to episode o- 55 we got of the, the OG Hood Diner in the Podcast. Building. Yes, we do. This one's been a long time coming. We officially have the mayor of Tucson Hip Hop in the building. <laughs> El Mayor. Say what's the up mayor. to Pike Romero, everybody. Yo, what up, everybody? And he brought his beautiful wife, Brandy. How you doing, Brandy? Hey, hey. Yeah, so you didn't have to work today? Are you guys closed on Sundays? Uh, closed on Sundays, but we're also closed for two weeks for vacation. Vacation! Well, you know what? From what I've heard, you guys, it's a well-deserved vacation, right? Mm-hmm. For everybody that doesn't know, uh, Kiss of Smoke Barbecue. Brandy, your family owns it, right? Yep. You guys are the owners. That's right. And Kiss of Smoke Barbecue is one of the newest and best barbecue spots in the city. Uh, we've uh, had the, we've had them cater for us at the event center a couple times, okay. you know. And uh, yeah, man, how, how's how's that been going for you guys? How many? How long have you guys been open now? A year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah, at the store itself, at, right? As, as a restaurant itself, yeah, we did a food truck and catering and competition barbecue before that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going great. That's it's crazy. awesome. That is awesome. That's so good to hear. Well, yeah, my, enjoy your vacation. What, you guys have any plans? You doing anything? Going anywhere? Uh, no, I don't have any plans. Vacation? <laughs> this is no, my, my parents are going to take the nephews to Six Flags, but I don't have any plans. Yeah, there you go. That's dope. Let me get that lighter real quick. You know, make sure to, on the Tucson Weekly, the best of, we're nominated, already voted, already for, voted for, you guys. for best barbecue. Thanks, man. Okay, I'm already vote. voted. Yeah, I'm please vote. do. And you want to know why I jumped in there? Because I fucking went in there and I was like, is there a best podcast? Uh, There's not. Thing? I was like, I was kind of bummed about I'm that. I'm surprised, yeah. Yo, uh, Tucson Weekly, what's up with that? Like, let, let's let's do this, man. Let's get a best podcast thing going. Yeah. I'll be real with you. I don't really care about winning awards. I just want to be uh, like, I want it. Yeah. Hey, these guys are doing some things over here. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, I feel you. I feel you. I just want people to know, recognize what we're doing. Like I said, I, awards sometimes aren't really given out to the best in class. Oh, of course you know not. What I'm saying? There's a lot of politics involved. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, hey, and you know, it is what it is. If you if you if you base your success off of awards like that, you could. You could live a sad life sometimes, you know? Yeah, man. Then again, you could be the spoils of it all, you know? It just depends, right. but... It's one of those things I that never, the general public just, like, gravitates towards. I don't need it for validation. As yeah, well, yeah, so. yeah. I get it. I yeah. do like the way that they've been doing it, where they make you literally sign in and, you know... You have to do, you, like, 30. Yeah, at least a, a good amount right, of them, right. you know, before you can submit it and shit like that, too. Air but sample. I, I think I went and did everything. <laughs> and, I mean, I'm yeah. not going to lie. There's, there's, there's some shit in there where it's, like... It's best something, and I just look at the names. I'm like, I like that dude's name. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of, I mean, but that's that's just a situation where I don't really know right. what I'm voting for. They you do know, another one. You gotta vote, you know? They do another one at the end of the year. That's like a uh, the best of from the staff. Okay, and like that's something that I think is a little bit more authentic. more authentic to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. So yeah, so make sure you guys get into the Tucson Weekly voting and go vote Kiss a Smoke Best Barbecue Joint in Town for sure. So you're a DJ, right? Yeah, yeah, I've DJed for about 
Um, 11, 12 years. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. What got you into the whole art of DJing? Uh, I think it was just like watching just like hip hop, like watching hip hop videos. Um, that's really what it, what it came down to. Um, I, I was breaking, you know, I was break dancing, uh, trying to do graffiti stuff, rapping, but not like, not like rapping, rapping, but you know, just like, you drop some, rhyme, drop some rhymes, bro. No. Every now and then? Never. No. Some freestyle. I'll freestyle. You got to get part of that fucking uh, Hood Diner podcast mixtape, dog. <laughs> yeah. That'd be tight. We, might, we think we're thinking about doing that, man. But, yeah, uh, you should do it. That'd be tight. <clears throat> so it, that's really how I got into it. Scratching. I really love scratching and the art of DJing in general. So Hell yeah. Yeah. Who's your like favorite DJ? Hmm. That's tough because like I love Grandmaster Flash, like because you know he's like he's like the original one of the originators, right? You know, yeah. Uh, Jamster J, all those legends, but DJ Jazzy Jeff is probably like he's top man. He's he's so good. I'm gonna say something about Jazzy Jeff. I was really underwhelmed when I saw him at the Dust Festival. Mm, Yeah, it's like he got the bag and he Mm -hmm. just mailed in his set. Like he gave us a. What you do when you go to the mall in Minneapolis and they pay you to drop a 45-minute set, Yeah, it just it felt mailed in. I think – Because I, I know what he's capable of doing. Right. But I think it's also – yeah, I think it's just the festival market. So that's what they ask. I think that's what it comes down set. to. Yeah, I think, I think it just comes down to like like that. Like it's just a it's just an everyday thing like the, with those types of festivals. Yeah. Who's your favorite DJ any- ever? Ever. I, mine's DJ AM. Yeah, AM is good. Very innovative. There would be um, no Z Trip Edition Serato mixer if AM was alive. Oh, that's a that's a hot take. I like that. There's uh, AM. Mode. <laughs> just, there's I, AM. Mike just got Serato. up in his chair. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's, yeah. I, I respect Z Trip, bro. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. doing his thing. And Z Trip was before, like, was before AM, like, like ten years before AM. Yeah, dog. But so that's that's the difference. I think. Uh. I think that's the big difference overall because it's just like two different like he was doing Z trips like heavy, like heavy breaks, like super like digging in the crates type of stuff. All vinyl at that time, too. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, with AM, he he could do all that with vinyl, too. But obviously, like Serato is like what really launched AM to do all those mashups and for things sure like that, you know for sure man but i think like hubert is probably like hubert like those crazy Scratch. alien like you know that can just do stuff like that obviously there's like all those different types of djing you got you know you got party rocking you got you got edm like that's right. a whole different scene like, but you know what being a party rock dj edm is a easy world bro it's an easy world for sure easy for sure because most people just press play and fucking mix press play yeah. and fucking mix all those shows are the lights are pre-programmed to the show, right. you know. So for me, party rocking for me is the thing that makes you stand out, you know. Sure. Yeah, I think a lot of that stuff is uh, unless you're is, one of the OGs kind of dialed in. A lot of times, uh, it depends. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it, I, I think it depends. Dragging if you're using out like, their records that much anymore, though. You don't, huh? No, you don't see records yeah. even on the CDJs though. You don't have too many DJs that like. That really party rock. It's always the vinyl DJs to me that seem like really get into. Like I run twelve hundreds. Right, right. So yeah, once again, I think it's just different styles of DJing and stuff. A lot of those DJs uh, are doing Ableton sets too, like yeah. a lot of the EDM stuff. So, yeah. interesting. You, know, so you want to get into that? Like for doing what? EDM type. I do, but I don't. I want to produce the music. I don't want to. Um, like you go to major festivals, you see David Guetta, you see yeah. fucking everyone. Af- Afrojack. It's literally. 
press play, press play, mix, mix, press play, press play, mix, mix, like that. It's just, or like you said, like an Ableton setup, so where it's yeah. like this, and all you have is launch triggers. Yep. So it's very programmed. Dead Mouse is one of the people that it's right. like, because I like I, anybody could make a, a EDM track and make millions. So I just know how to sequence really well. And I think a lot of the Dead Mouse is sick though. Yeah. Dead Mouse is good. I, right. I think like it depends a lot on the fans too. Like most of the fans don't understand DJing. Right. Well, I think a lot of these producers that you name know how to DJ and know how to create great music and art. For sure. But also they're doing it for a show. And at that point, like they're just, they're just dialed in. Like they make millions of dollars. Nothing, you know, they don't want to screw it up, whatever. You know, they're not going to, they're not going to jump out it. the window. You know what I'm saying? Like they should, it'd be great because that's what you want to see as like, as somebody who like loves the culture and like loves the art of like creation and, and music production. Like you want to see chances taken. You want to see them maybe fumble the ball a little bit, but learn how to pick it up because that's, uh, that makes learn from it, that mistake and get it back in the right, groove. Yeah. Right. Right. I like those little nuances. That yeah. shows me it's yeah. real. You right. Know for saying? sure. For sure. Your fucking needle's not tracking right. You know, you right. got to fucking clean the lint off, you know, like mm-hmm. just a lot of different shit. Sure. Um, but didn't I, you say there's some new shit coming out that's like all laser and the shit face. like that? Have you fucked with dope. the face? I haven't. I was just talking with JR about that, actually, before before this. Does he got one of those? He doesn't. Bob does. So um, does uh, Banny. Oh, yeah? I didn't know that. Yeah. So that's the that's the that's the new futuristic that's the wave, bro. It's but crazy, I'm gonna man. tell you this: it's Bluetooth. It's is it wild. like making it like even easier than than it's supposed to be, or what? Is it taking some of the fun away? Like, no, it's just accuracy. It's improving. Okay, okay. Well, it's also not the, the but there's like not, that's, that's, that's no needle to, though, right? That's right, no needle. Not having no needles is the so big, you're getting away big, from big kind of the originality. So of the of issue it, right? is this: when you're very bassy environment, your needle skips. Yeah, Does it really? Too. And when you're trying to keep everything in time, you can't just press a button to speed up. The, the the platter you have to move the platter along to speed it up right. or the other one you got to slow it down luckily with my mixer that i have it's a pioneer s9 that's what i use yep that's uh, nice. i midi mapped two of the directional pads for for beat nudging so it oh, can okay so my all my mixes are trend are seamless you know what i'm interesting. saying interesting yeah that's kind of nice. I didn't know that. I didn't know you could do that. On yeah, this bro. Like yeah, ding, 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 ding. Century with the hit. It's very intuitive, <laughs> that software, bro. Yeah. I, That's nice. It's a really good I mixer. hate being one of those snobs that like, oh, if you don't fucking use Serato, you don't fucking know shit. Oh, no. Because you can get down with Torque, too. For sure. But it's just, it's kind of like, damn, bro, everything's in time automatically. Yeah. No, it's, it's the DJ software nowadays is just crazy, man. There's so much you can do. They're production tools. That's what it comes down to. People get down virtual DJ, too. Yeah. A lot of people like the virtual DJ like interface, like the look of it and easy to use. Right. A lot better than like Tractor or Serato. Like the newest version of it is is pretty user friendly. See, I flirted with the whole idea of video mixing. Yeah. Terry Just because do you, you ever see Fat Soul DJ at all? No. He does only videos. Okay. That's all he does. But he mostly he can he can do all genres, but he is right. like it's like Funkin' Soul is where he's at. What I like, though, is that with the Serato video, you can insert clips of, like, different graphics and mm-hmm. shit. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be just videos. Nope. You know what I'm saying? No. So It could be a, it could be a Will Ferrell name. snippet. Right, right. Or yeah, you can throw your name done. spinning in oh, 360 yeah. or whatever. Yeah, you sure. know. So it's a lot of cool shit you can do yeah. with the video aspect. But I'm at the point. I've been in this thing for 20 years. Yeah. I've been DJing since I was, like, 13, bro. Nice. So Dude. what's the next step is capitalize off of the amount of time that i put into this you sure. know sure so i'm focusing more on the mobile djing aspect now okay just because so you want to do weddings and stuff well, oh you, we yeah just went up to, you just went up to the white mountains, the mountains right yeah, that's right. what we talked about on the last podcast yeah cool. yeah that shit. it was fun it was my friends 
Yeah. You know, so he got charged way less than yeah. what I would have yeah. charged somebody I else. Get that. And, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I, man. Uh, yeah, are you a purist when it comes to your DJ? No, like I mean, I, I yeah, I guess you would say because I have a, a record collection. And like that's how I started, um, and I love you know I love vinyl and I have techniques, but I also have like a little I have a little controller as well that I can use, and um, there's another control I want to get that actually hooks up to your phone or an iPad that you can use to to actually DJ with. Shit, I think it's the DDX two hundred or something oh, like yeah, that. I see outs. It's actually like no, it goes in. It's like a split cable from your phone because you got it. That's the one thing about those those um, interfaces or apps is that you can't pre-queue and this allows you to pre-queue it goes from your iphone to the mixer controller and then out from the controller okay so it allows you to stream you can use sound you can use soundcloud and you can use spotify so that's a whole nother thing that opens a whole nother door do some shit that's like so like right off the fly like if you're if you're say you are a mobile dj and your wedding party is like just create me a spotify playlist you can just play that playlist throughout the night you right. don't got to worry about it, and you're streaming, so that's a whole different. That's another monster you, you got to worry make, about. You can, like that. So you can mix from your phone on Serato. Exactly. So this is actually a controller that controls that mix on your iPhone. Oh, okay. So it's really, it's really cool. That's what that's, I want to get. That and it's only that's like 150 sick, bucks. Bro. Hell yeah! So it's like magic. For me, I like the aesthetic of the turntables being set up. Yeah. There's nothing. Yeah. That compares. Yeah. yeah. When someone sees the turntable set up, they're just like, "All right, this motherfucker at least knows what he's doing a little bit." <laughs> sure. Even if it's scratching ain't on point, if you can keep these beats going off of t- a, l- a turntable, yeah. You know, because that's a what powered by magnets. Yeah, direct driven. Yeah. yeah. So and you also have a belt driven turntable. Right. Those don't work out really well. Scratch on. Yeah, that's like how that. I started with one. See, of those. I fucked mine up thinking it was like some shit you could scratch with. Dude, we have this really <laughs> old school ass, nice looking. Uh, like wooden antique type thing oh, that has yeah. the record player, has the tuner, has a tape deck. And I don't know if it has the fucking eight track thing for it. It's really old, right? Well, I think I fucked it up by fucking trying to do something with it. And, and, and I so was to strip the belt. I, or I think something? I must have fucked the belt up. You can fix that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. I, good. I, when I was a kid, because got... I've been wanting to not get rid of it because like it's there and it's dope and it has nice big speakers on it and it sits in the middle of the living room and shit. And I want to put my little DJ mixer thing on top of that oh, cool. because it does have an auxiliary fucking out for how old it is, bro. That's and cool. it literally, really, you can tell it's like an old red and white little plug in shit. Yeah. The shit don't look new dog but it literally does have an auxiliary and i've plugged my phone into it and like it's like literally like in my living room right here and then my table to make all my t-shirts is right here so like when i'm like jamming out and i'm making shirts i use it like to fold my shirts and shit like that so i kind of don't want to get rid of it but i'm sad that i broke the fucking record part of it dude. like i really want to get that shit fixed dude. yeah when i was a kid and i bought my first turntables ever belt driven and whenever the belt broke i actually just found like a big rubber band what and i just wrapped it around it so it would work you fucking macgyvered but that shit dude. were you able to cut on it yeah. not no no like you could you i mean yeah you could practice but it was like it was trash it's pointless. I if you're a DJ that wants this advice out there, DJ or uh, world out uh, hood diner world, yeah, uh, give the give them give us some give us some gold, some knowledge. Start, give us some gold, just baby. Start off with turntables. Start off like the high end stuff because it'll you'll last forever. Right. Like Technique twelve hundred techniques, like those are like they're little they're tanks, like four hundred dollars like a piece. Man, yeah. But a mine are from nineteen seventy two, and Holy they're shit. like. And there's replacement and have parts. You, have you, you made? Have you done any mains? Yeah, I literally yeah. just got my turntables back. Actually, from I upgraded the RCAs to like monster cables. Okay. And then uh, I had to get a new on and off switch. On so one did you ship that out, or you got a homie that does? No, that? here. Uh, I'm, gonna go, to, I'm gonna have to get a hold of that. Yeah. Did they replace tone arms? 
Yeah, you can. No. Uh, how's it? Is it pricey? No. No. Not too bad. Oh, shit. I'd rather spend $300 getting it back up to part, maybe even better. Yep. And it's grounded internally. You can. He'll, he can do it for you. Yeah. So, and it's local, baby. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right what's the turnaround time on that? Uh, well, I just, I, well, I wasn't pushing him, but, you know, it took about three weeks. Ooh, but okay. I don't have any. He could probably do it faster. I just, I, just I'm, I'm not gigging him. or anything. I just like, here you go. So, so you don't gig as much anymore? No. No, I really don't gig as much anymore. You miss anymore. it? I don't know if I miss it because it's just it's, it's just a lot. It takes up time like when it comes to like setting up your crates or uh, even just the time to go to the venue and set up and DJ. I don't know. It just, I love it, it's bro. It's a whole like – I love it's it. It's a whole Saturday night. And I love the ritual. You good. know what I'm saying? That's yeah, why my life yeah. stays like fulfilled I feel like. Cool. Because it's a whole day of prepping music. Yeah, making sure all the cables are in their place, you know, sure. light counting for the light show and all this stuff. I I still hit up Guitar Center all the time, yeah. looking for brand new lights and shit. You <laughs> <Cool>. know, <laughs> yeah, man, I don't I don't love that. I no. don't love that aspect. And I, maybe at some point I did when maybe maybe because I also don't like I don't get too creative when I do DJ. It's it's just like a lot of the music I play, like most people haven't heard. Yeah, like, and that's what that's the one thing that's like a fault of mine is like I'm too like. I love breaking new music. So it's like, it's hard for me to club DJ because of that reason. It's Definitely. hard for me to like, I like doing like, you know, it's hard to little, keep up with so much music, man. little things popping off. And my BPM, like, I'm very chill. So like, I prefer like 82, okay. 87 BPM, like super chill Hell most yeah. of the time. So that's what I'm talking about. Some old school. Yeah. Dude, you know what I was looking at? Like, I was kind of thinking, I was kind of thinking, I wanted to ask both of you guys, like, who's like the most like weirdest person you never would have thought would be a DJ? That you know is a Kylie DJ. Jenner. Kylie Jenner DJs. She did a guest set at the SNS Hotel, where it used to be the Sahara. How much you think she got paid for that? Oh, shit? she got paid she stupid got money, but she didn't. I, I don't think yeah. it did well because she was. They never advertised her DJ services ever again. <laughs> she was. Yeah, that she was. That doesn't sound too good. What about well, the whole Paris like, Hilton who, thing? Who's somebody you heard that was a DJ that you were just like, what the fuck? Uh, hmm. That when when you said. Uh, Kylie Jenner, I first mom came to my mind was Paris Hilton. Yeah. Because like she there's even like a meme out there or a video of like some sound man coming up and like switching buttons for her while <laughs> she's DJing. So I was just kinda like, man, what? But whatever. Dude, that's, that's once again, dope. like I don't know. I, I found can't. like I found like this little list that shows like like uh, people that you wouldn't have thought were like DJs and shit, dude. And I was kind of laughing at this shit, dude. Fucking Idris Alba. Yeah, yeah, yeah he does that like house. Be It'd be dope to see him do a he fucking DJ set. And bro. he does Virgil? music too. Virgil is a weird one to me. Virgil, the one who does the one-offs, the the uh, or the off-white. Oh yeah, yeah, he DJs. Yeah, yeah Virgil's been DJing. Is, fucking Michelle Rodriguez is on this uh, list too. And I started laughing. I saw fucking Frodo on here, bro. Frodo. Frodo you know, is a DJ, with, right? Hodor, dude. He's on the list too, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I started crying. I was like, dude, that'd be dope as fuck. You you show up at a party and you see fucking Hodor up there doing that shit. <laughs> you think he throws in the fucking uh like at the end, he throws the the fucking <laughs> I, I can imagine that he has some type of like <laughs> Well, he was a DJ before he was an actor. Was he really? Yeah. Oh, okay. so he's probably like a real DJ. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a real, real DJ. Yeah. That's Hannibal Burris does. He DJs. Oh, word. Yeah. Yeah. He'll Paris do Russell Peters DJs too. Yeah, Russell Peters. Lindsay Lohan, Nick Cannon, Tyron Manning, and then, yeah, fucking Christian Name is his name, and he was, uh, he had Todor. So, yeah. I'd be, I'd be throwing that shit in, dude. I'd be like, 
to hold the door, to hold the door, like in between each fucking set. You know what I'm saying, dude? Like that'd be some dope shit, man. Have you met anybody or gone to a concert that you're just like, damn, this is fucking not what I expected. This is like super underwhelming. I don't really want to listen to your shit anymore. (laughs) Hmm. That's such a crazy question. I mean, I deal with a lot of local rappers. No, 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 no. Nobody on blast. So. No, I'm like, what kinds of shots fired you there? I mean, you know, the talent is tough. No, but like, you know what? That was actually, that was one of my questions, bro. Because for a while there, you were doing like, weren't you like managing like artists for a while? Yeah, yeah. So I, you, I did, you know, name helped a, couple, a lot of the back who, end. Who did, you, who did you manage for a while? Uh, I've worked with a gentleman by the name of JB. He's based JB. out of Oklahoma City. JB. Uh, Emmy award winning. Emmy award winning JB. Um, Shout out to JB. Yeah, I've... I've a jiving scientist here in town right. worked worked a lot of back end stuff with them. Huh. Uh, Lando Chill, Lando Chill, huh. right? Um, yeah. So yeah, those are just a few names. So and you we, got to kind of toured with you got to kind of tour like, and shit like that. Uh, what you got to tour with them and shit. Like I've that. Tu- yeah, I've toured with all them, booked their tours, things like that. That's right. Um, yeah. yeah, that was fun. Did you have a good yeah. time doing that shit? Or was it just crazy? Was it hectic? No, it's fun. It's never it's never that hectic, man. That's the nice thing about touring. Like unless you're like making millions of dollars and able to like party and enjoy like that type of stuff it's literally driving a car get to a hotel you know chill out go to to go to your sound check set it up either hang out the venue and then bounce you know do your set bounce you know it's it's a it's really it's a it's tiring because you're traveling a lot and you're never you know you're never stuck in one place but yeah yeah do you miss doing that or are you kind of like i don't miss that too much no no because i mean Booking the tourists can be stressful. Right. You know, you're just trying to find dates. You're trying to find places to go. Yeah. Who's who in that scene to make it a good show. Things like that. It's a lot, just a lot of work. It seems like it's a, a grip of work. work. And you're only, you know, getting a percentage. You're getting like 20 to 10%. Yeah. Like from, from doing that. Right. Um, and knowing that like, I've always been kind of a DIY type of guy. So it's like, uh, if, if I had like, if I knew we were getting like great money, then you'd be able to like pay for a booking agent and stuff like that. And that's yeah. always the, that, that was, that's always the goal, you know, right. to get more people on your team that can play those parts to help you. Yeah. No, not it's stress just, I, as much. I just love hearing about that shit. And it's really cool to hear it from like your perspective. Cause we, we have a lot of artists, Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And you've, you've been, uh, you've, you've, obviously you've taken your talents into different directions, bro. And it's just been a beautiful thing. Thanks, so like I said, in the in the in the beginning, bro, like I feel like you are like the mayor of the Tucson hip hop scene to me. <laughs> to me, you are, bro, for reals. Because you know, for anybody that's listening right here, uh, that's not from Tucson, our buddy Pike uh, started uh, this this local thing, this local festival called the Tucson Hip Hop Festival. And for hip hop artists, for you know, for clothing lines, for DJs, beat makers, uh, graffiti artists, and break dancers, man, that shit has become a staple, like a yearly thing, bro. What are, what are we at number four? Five. Yeah, the coming up is gonna be four. From number four, yeah, okay. Okay, man. Yeah, like uh, I've been I've been blessed enough to be involved with you from that from the from the jump, bro. So it's, it's been a real awesome thing to see to what it's become. Yeah, you know what man. I'm saying? No, it's, it, it, it's been amazing it, to see that growth. It's really fucking. It's really. Uh, it's kind of hard to express, bro. It really is, dog. Like for real. Like I mean, I, honestly, man. We you know we we obviously we should have had you in here a lot sooner, but yeah, dude. I've just I've just I've been. Wanting to bring you on just to tell you this literally, personally, bro. Like, you know, we just, I know I speak for a lot of people when I say thank you from the bottom of my fucking heart, bro. Like, for what you've done, dog. Like, the work you've put in Thanks, on this shit, man. Like, it's, 
it's put a lot of you know it's it's done something that nobody else has done for right. a lot of people who probably wouldn't have had that platform sure to show their talents and showcase their talents man because sure. everybody that's from two i mean we always ask that question bro like do you feel like you got to leave this place to really make it you know right. we get mixed answers bro but for the people who really don't, you know, have any plans on leaving, bro, like shit like that, dude, that's like the fucking, right. that's like to them, like in a way making it, reaching a fucking, uh, you know, just a goal of theirs that, yeah. you know, and you fucking provide that, man. So that's, Thanks, that's, man. that's, that's, that's us saying thank you for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's no, some real I, shit. Dog. I appreciate that, man. I know I'm and, lit and I really, I'm glad and, I'm lit because that came from like right here, dog. Like for real. I fucking uh, love this dude. I just want everybody to know that. And uh, yeah, man. So like, let's, let's talk about yeah. how, how, where, where was the idea? Like, what, what were you thinking? Like when you were first well, like, okay, dude, this is what we're going to do. Like I mean, what was going on at that time? dude? Well, like, you know, it started as just like we ran the, I ran the scratch check, which was a, a DIY venue. Yeah. And <clears throat> Throughout my years of going to like South by Southwest, going to A3C, um, just coming back home to Tucson and realizing that a lot of people aren't ever going to experience those things. A lot of locals in Tucson. And it comes down to a few things that they just can't like like afford it, you know, when it comes down to it also. But also that mentality that kind of Tucsonans sometimes have on their on their on as a rapper and ego and things like that. Yeah. Um, it kind of just holds them back from from pursuing their career further yeah um so i figured why not at this little venue we had like let's start it like let's let's start something that that curates a celebration of what tucson hip-hop is yeah um how it is diverse um mm-hmm. and add conversation to that with panel talks you know yeah. with, with professionals within the industry mm-hmm. to where you can learn how to take your career to the next step a little bit you know yeah so that's really where it started and, and then from the summit you know from a from that was a two day. It was a Friday and and Saturday thing, um, where it was like a total of six hundred people throughout that two day thing. Um, going to you know the next year of like one nine one tool block party style, you know where it's like yeah. you now like have doubled your attendance in one day. Yeah, you know and and then from that point, just growing from that to now having from 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 no headliners of like. Of Tucson to then to MERS the second year, first year really of the festival, right. and then the next year of Bun B. Yeah, like, how did you get Bun B, so bro? Many things. I hit up a homie, just a friend, like who, who's close was to. Was it him. a shot in the dark? Um, it was a um, it was a shoot your shot moment. Yeah, yeah, you know, like like I, I we it's hard to gauge like with the festival, like we we don't know exactly who to bring in. Like we're trying to figure out because. There's there's really so many different crowds that love rap and hip hop here in Tucson. Yeah, that you have to consider being diverse with the headliners. So yeah, um, with Bun B, Mars are like, well, let's who could we have that's like maybe legendary? Uh, do we want to go younger crowd? Do we want to go older crowd? So it's like let's literally like, well, I'll hit up my friend who has a Bun B connect and it's close to him. So let's right. let's see if we can work that out. And that was like. That was amazing. Like it's yeah, Bun B. That's legendary, you Fuck know. Yeah. So it's hard. It's hard to like figure out each year. Last year we went with the younger demographic. Right. We went with the underachievers. Um, Did who they works. work out better? Um, I don't know if it worked out better. It was overall throughout that one day festival or really two day festival to last year being like pretty much four days. Like it equaled out to the same amount of people that yeah. that two day thing worked out for. I'm so. sad I missed um, Master Ace. 
Mass Chase was dope. Yeah, that I was, was a that was, was a stellar, was, show. Was a stellar show. I was out of town. I was somewhere. Yeah. Like, fucking so do you think condensing show. the festival would allow you to have more maximum output on the days that you have it going? I don't know yet. We're still working it out. Like every out? every year is like a different. Like we're we're we're. What did we do out. this year like, that we could you know yeah right? And this is something like we have to like we have to make it sustainable. Like right. like me personally, like losing money every year on it is a thing. Right. Uh, yeah. talk, I mean, casual. Like he sacrificed so much for the festival. Yeah. Himself, and that's like being a part of the team, and like that's that's everybody on the team, you know. So we're trying to get to the point where we're able to pay every artist on the on on the festival right you know every team member you know things like that so yeah. that's what we're that's what we're striving for but and I mean, whether dude, that's whether that's growing the festival more to see if we get more people or that's condensing it down you, you got to figure that downsizing out, so. with different features or right, something like right. that like I next year you. we may not do four four days next year it wasn't like four full days obviously it was like you know no, but nights, it was it was different um you had different uh what do you call it um like the little classes right. and shit like that, right? You know what I'm yeah, saying? we like we had different. We had a hip hop class with Ohala, which is a which yeah. is a, a, a the magazine class collective. thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? There was right. there was a bunch of different features. You know, yeah. so that's the cool thing about it is, you know, it focuses on all the elements, all the different elements of hip hop, man, and that's that's kind of cool, bro. So, have you been? Do, do, is there anything like? I mean, well, you know, they have the what is it, the AZ Hip Hop Festival, but yep. like, do other cities a bit? A lot of big cities have little hip hop festivals and shit like that, or is it really just like kind of just not? Not know? really. There's, there's a, um, I guess it also depends. Like people will throw festivals and just have, just have performers like just or just like musical guests, right? And that's something that like I saw that was kind of wrong within the hip hop shows and festivals I was going to around the country. Yeah, where I was like. This doesn't show like you're saying it's a hip hop festival. But it's not really showcasing hip hop. Like if it's a rap festival, it's called rap festival. Yeah. But like a hip hop festival literally embodies like everything like we're you talking said, about. The break it's dancing, the, break, the, the graffiti, graffiti, the DJs, exactly, the and beat li- live production, right? Yeah, and, and even panel talks, bringing in those conversations of, that is dope. of society and drug use and uh, you know even just history stuff of hip hop, where yeah. we're going, even just business work panels. You know, yeah. learning your ASCAP, learning all that type of stuff. How to fucking um, promote on Instagram. How to promote on Instagram. All that. Speaking of so. which, you were talking about panels, bro. Like, I remember the one at the Scratch Shack. I think it was the first year we had the uh, the clothing line panel. Mm-hmm. And it was me, you, or I don't know if you were there. But I was Izzy, there. Izzy. Right. And then uh, the homie Kevin from Pistols. Yeah. And then Quinn. There was the yeah, four, yeah, yeah, yeah. The four yeah, of us yeah, were yeah, there yeah, talking yeah, about that shit, right? Yeah. And it was crazy because I was I was talking to Kevin about that because Kevin's like this, like I I forgot that he had done that. And yeah. He asked me, you know, because that night that I talked, you know, I mean, you were, dude. It's funny that Pike was literally there, bro. Like when I was over there shooting uh, some photos for Ian and them, Pike showed up. And so then that's when I set up, you know, like like this with me and Pike, and then also with with Kevin. But Kevin, like he, you can you can ask Pike. Pike was yeah. the only other witness that Kevin was like kind of like. Uh, let me think about it, bro. Okay, bro. Like, I, I don't yeah. know, man. Like, I, right I don't there. know. Bro. And I was encouraging like, Kevin. I was like, Kevin, man, like, yeah, go talk to him. He was Let's like, talk about your brand. He was kind of like, I don't know, dog. Like, he's like, yeah. But then yeah, I remember yeah. he did that panel. And then when we were here, when he got here, he was asking me, he's like, do you still have that, bro? I was like, yeah, dude, because I did. I had like one of my little cameras in the middle. Tight. And I just pressed record. And then like when everybody talked, I just moved it and I moved it and I moved it. And there was times where I'd forget to move it. So like Izzy would grab it and move it. Was, That's oh, hilarious. Thank you. So and you then there was other times where he was doing it and then Kevin grabbed it and he moved it and That's shit. That's hilarious. So everybody kind of like shared like the, 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 the 
the, that's the camera tight. part. So yeah, that's so that's super tight, dude. I'm telling you, man. Do you still, like, so have, you still have that? Do you still I have, have it, bro. You know, and I you know what, Pike, dude. I'm gonna awesome. tell you because because I know you love the shit just as much as I do. Yeah, I'm gonna upload like so much of this footage that I have, dude. Like fucking. Lord forbid something was to fucking happen to me, dog. Like I want, I want all this shit to be somewhere where yeah. people can look at it, dog. Because I have videos, photos, like just a lot of shit from a lot of the shows that we used to all go to, like during, like you know. I mean, I, still to this day, right? You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it's I think you just should come out with a limited there. edition print, like a book of all that stuff printed out. Oh yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe, yeah. Time. But I had a lot of video too, so like that shit, like it's just you want to be able to put it out right. there in this or way, a DVD, like, you know, something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, no, put it on there. Yeah, yeah, this way, like that, yeah. Digital download, you know? And then then if I die, you guys sell that shit to pay for my my casket. (laughs) There's there's a... I got morbid as fuck, huh? My bad. A little bit. Oh, man. Hey, but you know what, though? I'm being real, though. I'm just being real. Like, honestly... I would want you guys to like do something with it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a lot of fucking crazy. It's a lot of dope shit. There's from, like, a, the, there, the shows that we've fucking done and been through shit. There's a. Like, I, I mean, shit. The, yeah, almost every single one that I go to, bro, I've always gotten photos. I've always gotten video. So that's there's just a Tucson Hip Hop Historical Society that just started up. And, Get the um, fuck out of here. Yeah, and it's I'm just. A, I'm it's, gonna fucking drop a capsule on that yeah, ass, man, bro. Exactly. Hell yeah. So it's like a. It's it's a thing that's just starting, and um, I don't know where it's gonna go yet. Oh um, man. But you know, we'll see. We'll send them we'll some shit. But that sounds like that sounds like a perfect place for it. Like outside your own platform, if that if yeah, if, if do, that would work out because that was some funny those shit. People Yo, are, I don't know you too, all dog, but I feel like you're really about the culture, dog. Like yeah, man, I care about I care about the culture. I care about people, man. That's does, that's the man. that's the number one aspect of all this. Is that like I'm from like I'm I'm born in Tucson. Like this no, is but my I'm home. Saying, though, I used looked- to live at the Mission View Apartments. Over oh yeah, here. okay. I went to Grohava for a year. I went to Hollinger. Like yeah. Like I'm, I lived on the north side. Like I, I love Tucson. This yeah, is my me home. Too, like you're talking about the festival. Like you're like I can't lose money every year, <laughs> but you still put man. it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, man. That's 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 something that we are really working hard on to try to. Have you used your happen. influence with having the mayor at your guys' event? You to did. Your advantage? Yeah, you did. You sure. had. You had the. Oh yeah. Okay. My bad. You yeah. said to your advantage. Yeah. No. Bad. For sure. I mean, the mayor is fully supportive of what we do. So is, is that allows? Is, is that open more doors for sponsorships? We'll see for this year because we just had the sponsor. Yeah, we just that had just the went down. So year. yeah, um, right, right. And we're just now getting the sponsorship deck done. So, um, how yeah. fast after the festival do you start the next one? Last year we started pretty much like right after this 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 year we've just starting now really. So, is there is any good. is there any idea boards with like main acts you want to bring? Are you not just even at that part yet? In my mind. Just okay. some thoughts on, and I've been tossing feelers out too, just like on Facebook and stuff. Like, do people want to see Mozzie? Do people want to see Freddie Gibbs and Madlib? Do 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 people want to see Freddie Gibbs would be do fucking wanna, dope? Do people want to see Necro? <laughs> like Speaking. weird weird things. Like you never know. So, like I said, in my mind, there's like there's like six seven different groups of people that go to rap shows here, or or you know, uh, hip hop shows or whatever that um, sell out Rialto. You yeah. got the Tech Nine crowd. You got uh, you have an ICP crowd, which they kind of mix in. Uh, you got a DJ Shadow crowd. You mm. have uh, a little Boosie crowd. You have a DJ Quick crowd. Oh yeah. You have an Atmosphere crowd. You have an Aesop Rock crowd. Like those are you know seven right there. You got a Tribute Red crowd. Mm. Like you have eight like just off of there right there that are all different genres yeah. that sell out. You know Rialto at thirteen yeah. or thirteen hundred people. So trying to figure out that balance of who we want. Last year we wanted a female. We tried to get Rico Nasty. We tried to get Tara Wack. 
We tried to get uh, Rhapsody. What was Tierra Whack asking? Uh, 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 yeah, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> was it more they, than what you? It's not appropriate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Our budget is like five thousand dollars for like an act, and like that's that's just it grows from there depending on plane tickets and things like that. But we're trying to go like keep it all in at like five thousand. Right. So. Damn man, fucking Freddie Gibbs would be dope. Speaking of Freddie Gibbs, did you guys hear that new Madlib? Oh yeah, is that what it is? It's Madlib, right? Yep, Madlib. Yep. Mad, what's, what's the Mad name Lib of that Freddie album Gibbs? Again? What's the name of the album? Bandana. Bandana. There yeah. you go. I I didn't get. I I I got to. I can't remember what song it was, dog. And it's actually my fucking jam. Some of cold shit on that CD, man. Oh, yeah, it's good. Freddie so Gibbs. You, so is you, a listen, beast. you heard? Let's 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 do the let's do the jams of the week really quick since we're on the on the subject of Freddie Gibbs, man. Because I didn't get to make it through too far but i got to this one song called let me see uh half main half cocaine <laughs> it was like the third track and i fucking i made it to that song and i started replaying that when i was fucking jamming that was good shit. always what's up rip sorry he's rip 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 but yeah man uh that's my jam of the week uh the half main half cocaine yeah. and then uh let me see for the old school the old school, I was gonna do. Let me see. I'm doing a. I know it was a Tupac song. Oh man, that's not it. Oh, uh, the other day I was jamming, bro, and fucking the song Outlaw came on. You remember that song? You probably don't know that song. Who, who's uh, it's Tupac? Outlaw song from uh, Me Against the World. It was like oh, the okay. last song on there right. where he had the little kid on him. He's yeah. like, yo, what you want to be when you grow up, rah, rah? So you stupid. I want to be a motherfucking outlaw. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was some dope That was some dope shit. So, yeah. I, I, outlaw, Tupac on Me Against the World album. What you got this week, Century? So, Jay Balvin and Bad Bunny dropped a joint CD. Okay. It's a little eight-track EP. Uh, it's a song called uh, Cuidado Por Ahí. Um. Like Jay Balvin's the number one artist in the world right now. Yeah, that whole that whole Latin trap pop wave is crazy, bro. Crazy. Like Bad Bunny's yeah. coming in November, and I'm gonna go to that shit. Dope. What's the name of the, so- uh, the song again? Um, Cuidado por ahí. Yeah. Okay. That's my new jam. Um, and you said that's Jay Balvin and Bad Bunny. Yeah. All right, got it. And what's what you got for the old school? And then the throwback is uh, well, it's the old school. But it's that G Easy song, uh, Order More. A lot of people don't mm. fuck with Jeezy, you know that? Yeah, a lot of people don't. I, a lot of I think he's alright. The the I think like the the young sorority girls do like that. For, sure, for sure, that's I think that demographic. But I mean, but I think the rap. dude's alright. He can rap. You know what I'm saying he for can sure. get down. For sure, he can put some words together. Yeah, he got the E40 co-sign too. Yeah, he's Bay, like you know. Yeah, like that Bay area, like that's something that um that's that's a good community. If you don't go out there, you don't everybody. get it. Yeah, you have to be in that right. area, and you have to see the people there, and just the way they talk, bro. <laughs> what they're about, like they're just a different breed over there, yeah, dog. For sure. And I'm not disrespecting; it's just for sure. You know what I'm saying? They no, are a different language right there. Yeah, yeah bro. Completely. The yada yada shit, yeah, like man. there's like, yada, some, <laughs> There's a lot of shit, bro. But like hella, dude, hella, hella originated from the Bay. That shit just every time it pops up, dude, and I see it, I can't stop laughing when I see it. Is the 
the fucking uh, taste with uh, Joe Budden. Yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a, oh, classic. I, I swear to God, and someone put him rapping you, over it and yeah, shit. Man. I love that shit. That's so dude. good. I cannot stop fucking laughing at that shit yeah. right there, man. But, um, okay, let me see. Uh, let me see. You know what? Well, before we go any further. Did you get Pike songs? Oh, yeah, we need Pike songs. <laughs> so I hope he emailed so you about that. We'll smoking. <laughs> I didn't get the email, but uh, I'm I've been big on this Benny the Butcher album. Okay, I don't know if you follow the Griselda people at all, but um, this so. the album's called um, "The Plugs I Met." Okay, okay, and uh, there's a song uh, called "Sunday School" on there, which I really love. Uh, okay, has uh, Jada Kiss on it. Um, Thirty Eight Special. Who's um, your favorite Locks member? <sighs> That's tough, man. Cause Styles P, it's it's between Styles P and Styles P and Jada. Yeah, um, those are those are both. They go back and forth, but Styles P's been putting out so much music this past year, it's ridiculous, and he's he's killing it. So fuck yeah. You and think then, uh, Travis Scott is overrated or underrated? <sighs> hmm. He's talented, man. He gets a little like, I think his voice stuff gets too like. It's it's kind of like a a crutch. I think he leans on it too much. The auto tune, the auto tune stuff, and yeah. the ad libs. Yeah, yeah. He lives on his ad libs. I think so. I think that's, 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 I think that's always that good. voice that is oh. lit. Or yeah, yeah. That, oh, like but the music sound like as a producer too. Like how? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> as a producer, he's dope too. Like yeah. that's that's yeah. that's one aspect that like a lot Sickle of Sickle Mo was hard. Yeah, that's tough. That's a you're all. It was overproduced. Super tough. <laughs> I can see that though his, too. His his lyrics, bro. Too. It just his his structure. It does sound overproduced. Yeah, it's just too much. It sounds like you have that pop formula, and you use it on every single track. You try to make every track uh, a banger. Yeah. Instead of just letting the music flow, some songs aren't going to get played in the club ever. You know. Oh, for sure. Some songs are going to be obscure songs yeah. that you might perform and no one knows what the fuck you're playing. Yeah. You know, was yeah. that your new your new jam of the week? That's my new jam. Yeah, what's your old school? Um, probably. Do you know Puff Daddy and the fa- or Puff Daddy and the Family? I should say it was do Puff Daddy know. back in the day, but you know P Diddy. P. But Diddy. Uh, yeah, do you know? It's a classic off his album. I've been listening to that album, kind of re- going back, listening to. No you way put out. that on on Facebook the other day, and Senorita mm-hmm. is the cut from that fucking yeah. Twitter baby. Yeah, yeah, Twitter. Yeah, um, it is. And I was super upset when Khaled uh, sampled that shit. Really? You were upset about it? Yeah, just because it didn't do it justice. You know what I'm saying? I think Miss Jackson yeah. was the one I was more upset with. That one sounded way off to me, but I mean, love I, it. yeah, people love it. And it's probably just because SZA's on it. Like, I'm sure that's why the majority of people love it. But I'd rather play Miss Jackson but, if I'm in the club. To be honest with you, I think I get yeah. a better response from Miss Jackson. Depending on the time of night you're playing it, I too. Think, I mean, that's going to be a mix. Like, if you haven't already, like, that's a that's a good little mix. Yeah, throw them there. both. Mash them both up yeah. real yeah. quick so yeah. you keep them both happy. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's going to depend. Pike drops gems. It's going to depend on your crowd. If you're doing you know, a Mr. Heads, like, I feel that, like, you could probably drop, like, the Outcast version. Right. If you're playing Congress, I think you get away with playing the, the Khaled version. Definitely. You know? so. Oh, Congress is a beautiful place, though, man. Man. I love it. It's like a like a sanctuary. Like if it feels like like when like church like almost. Man, my my even when you go eat in the restaurant, you know what I'm saying? In Cup Cafe. Like it feels like a presence is there. You know what I'm saying? I feel that. I feel that. I take my kid like once a week over there. Yeah. You ever stayed there? Stay the night? No. I've actually never stayed the night. I've taken off the, the ghost tour that they do. They have a ghost tour? They have a ghost tour. Get during, the fuck out yeah, of here, during, really? During the uh during Halloween. Okay, we're doing it this yeah. year. Yeah, it's cool. We're doing it. And they also the have diner. a magician show there on Halloween, too. Magi- it's Kenny Bang Bang. 
and oh, they did. They moved to Owl's Club. But anyway, it's a couple of good things for Halloween you could do. Hey, dude, I'm <laughs> telling you, man, my lady's into that shit, dude. We love that shit. My goal is to be DJ at Congress this year, this Halloween. Oh, you got that. I'm going to hit it up whoever to get a guest spot. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Talk to Jeff. Jeff will make it happen for sure. I, uh, man, I get anxiety being in Congress. I yeah. rock with Rip I, a lot. See, I covered for Rip one time when he was in Paris and my computer died in the middle oh, of the dance floor. No. It wasn't even, I shouldn't even say it was my computer. I had borrowed a computer from a friend because my other, my computer had died literally like a day beforehand. I remember hearing this. And yeah. then I borrowed, um, my friend Dan Hernandez's computer to, to do the gig. Uh, and then it crashed in the middle, like 1230. Right when it's crashed. cracking. Crashed it. They had to put on Pandora. You what? <laughs> Man, it sucked. Was that like it the sucked. Is that the worst fucking. That's the worst I've ever had. The worst I've, thing you've ever done. Whoa. We're recording right now, Pops. <laughs> like, how, you how you doing, man? Good, good. He was like, this door ain't closed, bro. <laughs> 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 I thought you closed for it. For those listening, DJ Century Pops just showed up. Yeah! That was like the reaction yeah! of when my computer died on on Congress floor. That was perfect. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, that was kind of <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> that was funny because you know I did see lights coming up, and I was like, "Hmm, I wonder if somebody's parking up front or what." Dude, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, you need to take a break or something. No, no, we're Are good. good? <laughs> But I'm, I'm trying to get I'm, – I'm thinking this year I'm going to get back more into like – well, I guess when I find time. I got tons of jobs, but hopefully pick up some gigs here and there that yeah. I enjoy, things like that. I like doing like the – Herm was doing the Boogaloo barbecue stuff, which was like a – it was like an all-ages thing, like just like a family thing, backyard chill. Like I was able to play like Keytronada and like Flying Lotus and Thundercat or, uh, yeah. you know, things like that. And yeah. Just like very chill, very like almost jazzy at, at times and – Feel good though, music, you know, playing classic hip hop that feel good stuff. So, speaking of which, did they air your shit? Yeah. No, dude. I'm. Oh, so 163. Yeah, bro. I emailed the guy, uh, the program director, because it's just been dragging feet and yeah. I'm trying to like see what the, the, um, the holdup is. So, hopefully, it'll be out soon, bro, because. I'm I'm just super amped for people to hear my mixes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like you don't have a you don't have a mix cloud, do you? You don't have a mix cloud or no. a sound cloud or anything? You what? You should do that, man. Get on that. You shit. should do that. <laughs> when I have to, or man. upload them. Upload them on IG IGTV. You should just put like some screen art yeah, and then just upload it. Go see. We'll make and just some let dope it play shit. for an hour just or whatever. You're doing do. your things like that, and then I'll throw some fucking little fucking graphic crazy shit going on in the background and shit. Yeah, bro. I'm down. Let's do it, man. Yeah, man. Mina, you guys heard it here. DJ Sentry about to start yeah. a do on little YouTube. channel you, shit. But, but you, with the copyrighted music, how does that work? There's a break. If it's caught, it's caught. That's what it comes down to. Like, a lot of times if you're playing remixes, it's not caught. If it's originals, like, and you know, it's the labels. It's, it's universal. I had a question it's, about that. Maybe you guys will both know about that. Like, what if... If they're playing like some music, like let's say we were playing some music in the background right now, mm-hmm. what if we just changed the BPMs? Would they still be able to find it? it can. Like, would it still re- yeah, really? you could still catch really? it. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. Like, how does it know? Because it's not off the original BPMs. It's like, right. is it just listening to the song? Is like yeah. literally listening to the words? It's just, it's just like Shazam. It's all oh shit. He just said one, two, three, yeah. and two, the four. That's definitely G thing. <laughs> that's it. That's it. <laughs> G thing. 
You know, yeah, it recognizes it, man. I don't know how Damn, that algorithm man. works, but because I thought about that like a while ago, like if I was like, I mean, it's really how does Shazam work? Like that's kind of like that's that same concept. At at some I'm point, try that. at some point, you you were able to hum into that app and you oh, can you yeah. can recognize it too. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Fuck, never mind. Yeah, yeah BPMs ain't gonna do shit. Yeah, exactly. That's a- yeah. Fucking I don't know. Shazam. The melody, it's all listening for more than just what you're fucking singing. Well, in Snapchat, sure. all you got to do is hold the picture down. Oh, yeah, I've seen it'll that, be yeah. that. It'll Shazam your music, yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. You, haven't, you haven't seen that? No, I don't use Snapchat. Oh, I'm one of those okay. people that left Snapchat. Oh, really, yeah. Kylie? You were the only Come person on, that, like, I, you, were, you were the only person I really followed on there because your Snapchat was always popping. Dude, my Snapchat stays what? lit, bro. But my Snapchat very fucking VIP because, like I said, I don't. I literally have like maybe like 40, 40 people yeah. on my Snapchat. And it's mostly family, friends, and like a couple clients. But it's just, it's like, the, like I said, I'll, to me, it's always the type of thing because I do love to travel and I love to share that with like the people that I'm like really close with. But I don't like advertising that I'm out of town so motherfuckers can, you know, try to figure out where I live and break into my yeah. house and try to do stupid shit. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, so it's just, that's just me being cautious. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. yeah. But, you know, but that was uh, also the, the true, the true thing about it is is i'm i'm a loyal person and i've always been loyal to the snapchat bro because i'm telling you like i fucked with snapchat before snapchat got like fucking super famous and then before instagram kind of stole the idea and ran with it then you know everybody was like oh blah 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 and then when kylie jenner left blah lit and you know what i'm saying but i I fuck fuck, rihanna fucked that thing up too because of that that stupid uh, advertisement yeah the advertisement yeah what did it say punch rihanna in the face or something like that exactly yeah, it just oh, it was super yeah, insensitive, and yeah, that really yeah, fucked horrible. up their stock. Yeah, way to go, Snapchat. as it should. <laughs> that's horrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah man, that's crazy. Asses, huh? That's what. Well, I mean, hey, they get that. You know what we didn't do, bro? We got to stop for our sponsorship recognition. Okay, we got to give a shout out to the homies from Dude Wipes. Okay, go to dudeproducts.com, use code Hood, and get fifteen percent off your entire order. Hashtag no mud butt. No mud butt. You fan of the wipes, bro? I've never used them. Okay. I've used like I've used other wipes. I've never used right, dude right, wipes. Right, 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 right. But I'm just saying the but, wipes. I mean, oh, not yeah, necessarily yeah. be dude wipes. Oh, they smell good. Yeah. yeah. Is, uh, you know, you notice they're like a little bigger. They're like a little bigger, just a little yeah. thicker and shit. They're, yeah. they're, they're dude wipes. You For know, sure. They're, they're dude guess, wipes. I guess you could say that. But that's kind of crazy though. They're they're kind of just like hey, it's all about the dudes. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I don't see like women are gonna be like I'm gonna why am I gonna buy dude wipes? You they know? got women napkins. Is that what they're I mean, called? You just you just use called women feminine napkins. Is that right? The baby ones, dude. Like the Costco at Costco, you can get the baby ones cheap yeah, as shit, bro. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But dude wipes, man. But dude wipes are dope. Cop. Better cop them dude white. But dude, dude wipes, wipes are definitely dope. Go to dudeproducts.com. Hashtag no mud No butt. mud butt. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So we got to give a shout out to Official Clothing. Uh, code Hood. Get 25% off your entire order. There is free shipping over $50. Uh, yeah, man. Go to official.com. O-H-F-I-S-H-L.com. Live by your own rules. I got to throw that shit in there. You know what I'm saying? It's Live by your own company rules. Company man, baby. And uh, I got to give a shout out to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Uh, you can find all of our shows at innercirclepn.com. Shows like uh, Shit Happens When You Party Naked. Uh, let me see. I'm high. I'm trying to think of everybody's uh, thing right now. Okay. You got Sam PC. You got Hashtag No Offense Show. The Plunge. Any pod will do. And of course, the Hood Diner Podcast, baby. Check out all these motherfuckers, man. It's just a fucking... It's just a network of fucking savages, bro. Like, I, you know, they're dope, dude. They yeah, they're fuck, cool dudes. I fuck with them, man. What was so, that yeah. commercial? You you aired that commercial, I think, one time with the it little Mexican like, dudes, with little uh, dudes speaking Spanish. Were, no, it was the phone call one. 
Like, I need you to say something. I think it was you. I think it was you. Oh, yeah. Was it like, was, it was the homie the, the homie Chris was talking to the homie uh, Adam. I just need you to say something. And he was like, I need you to call it. He's like, just say what? And he's like, yes. And he's like, what do you want me to say? That it's this, 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 oh, and that? And he's like, man. yeah. He's like, press, press fucking send. Press send. Upload it to the drive. Oh, yeah, no, man. that was good. That, that was, was good. Nah, these, dudes are, these dudes are dope, bro. Remind me of Cheech and Chong uh, saying the Dave, the Dave bit. Yo, knocking on the door. Dave, Dave's not here. I never heard that. Hey, one. Oh, that's classic. Really? They're yeah, coming to to uh oh the Fox. Yeah, there you go. They're coming to the Fox. I want to yeah. go check that out. That's like November 9th. So that's a busy two weeks right there. That's uh Wu Tang one week and then Cheech and Sean the following week. Yeah. So yeah, man. It's rumored that Daylaw, uh Daylaw, Farside, or not Daylaw, I'm sorry, Eric B and Rakim, Day uh, Eric B Rakim, Farside, and uh somebody else. They're coming with them? Wu Tang, yeah. Bro. It's rumored. Fuck. Man. Don't know if that's because they're, they're on tour. They're on tour together. Them. They were doing the gods of the gods of rap tour. And they were overseas with uh Public Enemy, Day Law, and DJ Premier. It's <laughs> all public enemy. Yeah. Who the hell is it? Public enemy? Remember that on fucking house. Yeah, party? Pee-pee break. On PP break? Yeah. All right, dude. <laughs> PP break. Hey, what's going on? This is Adam Simmons from the Simmons and More Podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Bobby Moore from the Simmons and More Podcast. And if you like guys talking about different things, different opinions, you know, coming from a black guy, a white guy, Asian guy. Do we have Asian guys in the group? Riley's Asian. Spanish guys in the group? Cass. Uh, there we go. Yeah, Cass, my fat bro. All right, so so we, we, we're pretty diverse. But if you yeah, like opinions and from... And Almy's. All right, boom. So there you go. If you like opinions from different people, we got to bring more women on the show, too. To get Shout out to the Duchess. To get to the opinions going. Shout out to the Duchess. So if you like all that, man, listen to Comedy is Dead, man. It's Comedy is Dead. It's a bunch of comedians getting together and talking about shit that shouldn't be joked about. And we, we tell jokes about it, like 9-11 and abortion and things like that. It's actually <clears throat> opposite of our regular show. We actually kind of get serious when you think we're supposed to be funny. Then we get funny when you think we're supposed to be serious. It's kind of weird. I love it. You'll love it too. Take it from me, your best friend, Bobby. That's it. Boom. Only available on the Inner Circle Podcast Network feed, motherfucker. What? A few moments later. Buddy. You gotta love technology because... The other day, I so I got a new computer because um, the other one was just super duper choppy. Uh huh. When I was using Serato, I was cutting, sure, and it wasn't tracking back. And I'm just like, I'm not. I make too much money DJing for me to have to deal with that. Yeah. So I hit Facebook Marketplace. I bought a computer from this dude that I purchased computers from before. Refurbishes refurbishes the MacBooks, and he's basically a semi tech guy without the certifications. You sure. Know what I'm saying. Um. But I switched the hard drives into this, and it, like, booted up like normal, right? I'm having issues with um, authenticating the registering the actual Serato software. It lets oh, me really? use it, but it has a little ugly-ass yellow line on the bottom. And I'm, like, super OCD with things. Hmm. And, like, I just need to get that thing off. Is that on live or on DJ? DJ. Hmm. That's weird. And it's still letting you use it. Yeah. Because I, I have an S9. Still strange that it allows you to use it. Are there any functions that are like not like the any effects that aren't on there? I'm doing everything I want to do. Weird, interesting, cool. Yeah, but so he has um, he has what's up? I said write him a letter. No shit. (laughs) He has um, a mobile hotspot with his phone for internet, and when I switch it over, it wouldn't let us export the files out of Ableton. Did you fix that? You remember you put the internet on? Yeah. Well, I registered it and I fixed it, and that's how we exported it last time. Right. So. 
But we don't have to do that again today, right? No, 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 no. We're good. Well, I'm just bringing up the fact that like I had to refucking tool this shit. You know, I want to get a a brand new laptop, like literally from the store. Mm. I want to go in there like a boss and just you know throw down (sighs) cash. I did that with my MacBook Pro, my 2008 MacBook Pro. And uh, yes, yeah, and I and I just I just I don't think because because I'm a Mac user like. I don't know if having to buy a brand new Mac is ever a, a thing anymore. Like you can, you can just maximize those things for so like you can you can add two ter- a two terabyte in, in your in your in your MacBook Pro now. Right, right. You know and, what though? I kind of did that with mine. I have a 2011, and dude, just running video on it just sucked, bro. Like through Premiere, through Premiere, really? through After Effects, oh, it was it would take super long. Was it a and, solid state like uh-huh. hard drive? A solid state hard drive? Yeah. Yeah, I redid the solid state, everything, bro. I upped the RAM as far as you could do. I think I put like four, four gigs in it or some shit. No, 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 no. Two, two, eight gigs, two, eight gigs, because it was 16. But I, I, that one's like, and as I've, I'm like, I don't even want to get rid of it either because this is my backup. But I did wind up buying one last year. Um, like after we sold, after we sold that house and shit that I was like, dude, that's like the one thing I want to do. If I'm going to start doing more video, yeah. I want to get a better MacBook. So I did, I got that and yeah, bro, like it, it ran the videos so much faster, but now because I've put so much shit on it again, slowing down. it's slowing the fuck down, dude. Wow. So yeah, so it's crazy, bro. Okay. I have to, I have to constantly keep moving shit. Like when I take these shits home and edit them shits, mm-hmm. I fucking get rid of the, the, the three waves, waves that you sent me from before and then run this shit, bro. Like for real, like I'm, I'm like boggling between the last 50 gigs of my computer right now dude it's fucking crazy dog and i got the 500 so it's like yeah no i got i got a lot of shit it's crazy because it says i have like 240 gigs in applications that's a lot that's a lot do your does your phone you're all connected i'm sure yeah you are yeah Yeah, it's all connected it could be maybe that like reading from your phone MacBook. I, don't I know. think what it is, is is I think I have to go in and find like within the 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 Adobe programs. Yeah. I think it makes backups of a lot of like the fucking you know video files gotcha. and then the waves and shit like that. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of extra shit. And for some reason, when I go into like like you know when you go into the top and you, and you click on the thing and then you see like about this Mac and then you click on storage and then it it lets you pick like uh, it lets you open it up and like what does it say uh. Like, I don't know, like adjust storage or whatever the fuck. And you click on that and then it shows you where everything is, like sure. storage, photos, uh, cloud, like all that shit. It's like my, the one you can't fuck with at the bottom where it shows like the in- internal applications and shit. Yeah, that one's up there, bro. It's like 200 some gigs worth of shit. I'm like, the fuck, man? That's crazy, bro. You gotta go through it. I know it. the Adobe shit ain't that much, bro, because that's all I really got on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I it just know. sucks now. You can't get expandable memory anymore. You buy a new laptop and it's basically you buy a 500 gig or you, you buy gotta, a terabyte. You got to buy it maxed out. That's yeah. the shitty part, bro. Yeah, that's what I really hate about it, dude. I drop what? What is it, like a couple hundred dollars difference? No, bro. It's like, it's a grip, dude. Yeah. It's like, like yeah, dude. Like if I wanted to get the the one terabyte fucking one, it would have been like 3,000. But I only, did, I only did the 500 gigabyte. So it was 23. And thankfully, there was like a fucking nice sale that week. So I think we got like, I think like 200 off. And so my lady, we used that to like, we got her a fucking uh, iPad and shit like that. And then I got the, I had to get the, what do you call it? That stupid ass thing, the the, the dongle that plugs into the side where I can use USB ports yeah, yeah. and the plug in bolt. SD cards and the yeah. micro SD cards and the HDMI. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I, 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 mean, I splurged on the nice one, you know what sure. I mean? But it was, it's still, though. I was like, fuck, bro. It's a couple hundred. That was a hundred dollars. Yeah, that was a hundred dollars, right? You're a business owner. So yeah. talking about business. 
Oh yeah. Well, I mean, you know, hey. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Probably. I don't know. I don't really know how the fuck we did that, but it was bad. It was. It was we spent a grit. I just we want a brand a new one. I mean, they're they're nice, but I mean, shit. I get it. I did. Like I I I, I bought fucking... I bought my old car brand new, and I I I loved having like a brand new car. Like that was so nice. I kept it. Well, forever. you have that in the back of your mind. Like I can get in this car and I can drive wherever I want in the country, right? And have zero issues. Yeah, yeah. that's like that's the thing, you know. Yeah. And um, I did that, so that's that's what that was helpful. I actually, drove it straight off the lot to come to Tucson from Oklahoma. No How shit, many miles did you put on it? Well, I recently crashed it. No, so no, no, no. I'm talking about oh, from man. Oklahoma over here. Oh, uh, that's. I mean, I did that drive. I think it's 1,200 miles, something like that. Jeez, so, that's, damn. Yeah, that's a couple of days, right? Jeez, a day or two days. It's 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 sixteen hours. Sixteen hours. Yeah, sixteen. Holy shit! But you can make it like in thirteen if you push it. If you haul ass. Yeah, if you push it. Ooh. Yeah, it's flying. Buddy. You don't want to get caught with weed in those but. states, right? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> definitely not. Like, Texas is a stickler for that. Yeah, you yeah. drive around Texas if you got that shit on you. Yeah, no good. That's crazy. Um, um going back to the, who do you want to see headline for the festival? See, I. I have so many I know you questions. Mentioned, I know you mentioned Big Sean. Yeah. I know you love Big Sean. Yeah. But he's not. That's, I mean, Dusk, Dusk had an issue with Big Sean, so that's that's a thing. They had an issue with Big Sean? Oh, yeah. They paid him and yeah. he wanted more? He was supposed to rock for two hours. He only rocked for an hour and a half. And they, like, they had to get part, part of their money back from them. But, really? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. He's an amazing performer. I he's saw good. him at Dre's. Nightclub, nice, dries, dries, <laughs> uh, yeah, bro, he's he's legit, man. Yeah, he's legit. I, you know, to be honest with you, I understand the constructs of budget mm-hmm. that dictates everything. Always. So you spend ninety five percent of the pie on entertainment, mm-hmm. the headliner. You don't have really much to play with to do every other event that you got going on. So I understand yeah. the logistics of, of of throwing of an event of that scale. Um, you getting Bun B set a standard, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure. you guys hit a home run out the, you know, with a third year. That was te- second year. Technically, our second. Second yeah. year. Yeah. Like that's that's if you're a festival thrower or a what you thought I ripped ass or what? That's what it sounded like. <laughs> well, it's, it's the boot I'm seats. Gonna, I'm gonna insert fart <laughs> there, like all crazy. Um, no, I, I just I have a hard time. Um, I know that it it a lot deals with if they're in the area when you want to book them, mm-hmm. um, hotel, sure, their accommodations, what kind of car they need to get picked up in, all that kind of yeah, shit. Yeah. Their rider sheet, mm-hmm. like, do you have a network of people that have CDJs on deck with you? You have that? Yeah, I mean, all that's yeah, it's rented. Like that's oh, all it's rented. rented. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Stuff like that's all rented. I mean, definitely, like, there's a network. I mean, once again, this whole thing is all community-based, so it's like we well, try I, to use the resources I say something like Blueface. That mm-hmm. might turn a lot of your fan base off. Mm. You know, they might alienate a lot of your fan base because they don't rock yeah. with that lane. Sure. Would it be a commercial success? Yes, I yeah, think it would. I sure. think you would sell out that venue that night. No issues. Sure. Based off of his one single Tatiana, you know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Who would I like to see? It just, oh man! I want to see Freddie Gibbs. 
Yeah. You got, my, you got my vote for He was just maybe currency. He was. I missed that. I was pissed, bro. Currency. I thought about doing currency. Currency has been talked around. Um, really, a lot of those people are, or not a lot of people, but like currency burner, like they fall in that, that niche of weed smokers, right? Yeah. So like those people just come out for that sort of thing, like regardless, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's, that's part of, that is part of our struggle is trying to figure out like be, that blue place crowd, like the, the underachievers, the, whatever, the Freddie Gibbs, like those are all, those are all different demographics. Different sectors, are, yeah. yeah. Trying to get. Trying to get people to understand that, like the Freddie Gibbs won't don't bring the the crits like, on come out, right? <laughs> like we're trying trying to figure out, like like yeah, how to get all ev all those groups together because right. we're here to celebrate what Tucson is, what the culture is here, how the how diverse it is in each rappers and and the dancing aspect, the graffiti, all those all those are different styles and 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 such a diverse group of people here in the city. So trying to maneuver that is like the that's a big that's a big question mark. I, We're trying yeah. to do that. We're trying because nobody else does that. Nobody else does that. We know we could throw like a we could throw a blue face show, you know, and we could gravitate towards the college stooge, students to the to the thirteen year old demographic for sure and sell it out. Yeah. Um Maximum. But then you'll have but then you'll have profit. like the, the true hip hop or the older hip hop crowd that's maybe not yeah. so into that. And that was part of I'm not I don't really know too much blue face yeah. shit. You yeah, know I, don't, what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know either. that one song that you've played, but right. I don't really know about that, dude. And then you got also like we gotta think about like main acts for other stages because outside of just like outside of just rapping, there's also DJing. Like we could have like a DJ Premier versus Pete Rock headline the THHF. <laughs> That, like that, that, that opens up a whole nother gate. Like DJing is such a huge thing. Yeah. Like you could have that as a headliner. We could have a headliner of a producer. We could have a Just Blaze come and produce. Like be a the rap music. music. DJ Quick. DJ Quick. Like these, and those are all that even adds like a, a whole nother workshop. aspect. Yeah, and we've had we've had beat workshops. We have a beat stage. Interesting. Last you year know, was all projected. The entire room was projected for the beat stage. You know really somebody dope. that makes beats for the dog pound, right? Yeah, amplified. Amplified. Yeah, Aaron Prada. He uh, he lives in Oracle. Okay. And he's a he's a uh, uh, Battle Cat is his apprentice or his, oh, uh, he's an apprentice of Battle Cat. Yeah. Is that how that works? Yeah. A mentor. He's his, you know he's mentor. Yeah. He was mentored by Battle Cat, and okay. so he's done. Um, yeah, he's done a lot of production for like Ty Dolla Sign, uh, oh, Dog sure. Pound, Snoop. Um, Damn. Yeah. Just that Super right dope. there's yeah. a nice little Tucson, fucking list. Tucson man. has it, man. Like, there's so many. You got Mellow Music Group, who's an international label um, uh, that's based out of Tucson. Um, they, you know, they they have Open Mike Eagle. They have um, they have Pete Rock albums. They have man, so many people. Lando Chill even got signed through that. You know, right. um, you got other producers like the Beat Plug, who's like big on YouTube. Like he sells his beats. Like he's a he's a platinum producer. He lives in Oro Valley, who oh. just like you know makes beats on. At, at home that's always a question like that's that's that was one of my questions for you bro like like, like people you know we talk about the tucson hip-hop scene so much bro you know what i'm saying because it's you know something that i've always been a part of something that he's you know getting more into right. lately you know what i'm saying especially with the podcast and shit but like what do you think it is bro what do you think it is that has to happen in order for like there's no industry here so nobody's ever going to make it from tucson yeah like, like, I don't think that's ever going to be a case. Um, I do believe that you can travel to L.A., um, to Atlanta, to Nashville, to New York and make things happen. But I do think that, like, being that we're so close to L.A., 
like go live there for three months. Like you can go sublet something and just go meet, like set up meetings with labels, network with we'll people, function out there, see it, see, see, like, how, see what it's really yeah, like, and like, you know, in that fast paced type of shit. Right. And like, there's no, no, like that's, that's a stepping stone. Like you can do that. If you have more fans in Phoenix than Tucson, you can play it. Like this is kind of a, a side thing, but kind of in the same thing. Mm. Like if you have more fans in Phoenix, I hear, I see rappers complain about that. Like move to Phoenix, like go where your demographic is at market towards them. Cause that's what it comes down to. Everything is marketing. If you're not advertising yourself or marketing yourself and that like to, to those specific people, um, they're not, you know, that's how you get your audience. So I think like, um, yeah. So there's no industry here. There's no entertainment lawyers in Tucson. Yeah. You got to go to Scottsdale to find the nearest entertainment lawyer. Right. Um, yeah. There's just, there's just the major, it's, it's a the, billion the next, dollar industry. The next and, level and parts, like the parts that are like after once you've, you, you, you know, you've built your little fan base, but you also have like, you made, you've made your albums, you got videos and all that shit. Yeah. But like the next pieces after that, like right. actually getting, you know, those agents and like, you're talking yeah. about getting into those scenes. Yeah, man. It's, and that's, it's, it's that's tough where to do that. It's Lando Chill that made here. that move this past year. You know, I, I, I like Marley should have been made that move. You know, he's, he's doing great, Yeah. you know? And like, that's the next step for, for those high end artists here in Tucson. Mm -hmm. Um, Make that jump because that's, that's, you got to fly. You got to, you got to, you got to meet those people. Right. You, know? you got to be in those circles right. and get there and shit. Like you yeah. start rubbing elbows with everybody and you start getting put in the right rooms, you know? Yeah. There's a, yeah. He, uh, they mentioned that you heard the Freddie Gibbs Cash Lansky song at the hip hop uh, festival. Yeah. What did yeah. you think of it? Uh, do I remember? I don't actually know if I remember hearing it. Dude, yeah, day because of day of Pike of day of uh, hip hop festival. Pike is kind of in. he's kind of a like, zombie, bro. He's kind of like going around doing what he's got to get done. Yeah, and but I do remember dude, like I think being next to the stage when Rip played it. But I don't know if I remember exactly. I kind of do remember being hype about it now that I think about it. But I can't honestly don't remember the song itself. But yeah, they've had that song, and I want to see them. I hope that I hope I hope Rip promotes that properly. Well, that, that with there. this this last track that this album that just came out, mm -hmm. this would be the perfect time to drop it. Right now, for sure. Like you sat on it for a long time. Yeah, they just dropped a very important album. Yeah, why not capitalize off that popularity and boost it up on iTunes? You know, like marketing. You know. Yeah, I don't know. It just I think it depends. Do we think Freddie Gibbs is going to grow? Is he going to is is this album? I don't know. I don't know if Freddie Gibbs is going to go any further in his career, so it might be that might be the watch the what you time say, Pike. We might be bringing Freddie Gibbs to Tucson. No, <laughs> like I love Freddie Gibbs. Right? No, he's dope. He's dope. Yeah, he's dope. but I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, I mean he's he's at a point in his life right now where I think he's yeah. yeah I don't I don't know if he I don't even think if he's the type of thing the, where he would want to pursue go any further. Yeah, this than where is the he most is. anticipated like album of his career. Yeah. And and I don't know if like holding out that song, like this is probably gonna be the highest for at least for a while, um, that he's gonna have any like 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 uh traction. Traction. Yeah. So, you know, it's probably best that he, they did drop that now, but yeah. I think that's on rip. I think Get on it, rip. Get on it. Get the fuck on it. Okay, Pike, I got a question for you. What is your beef with big with beatboxing? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man! Did you battle and you got beat one day and you're just like, no more? <laughs> That's the story at the end. It's of the, the fifth element of hip hop. I'll tell you that much. No man, I hate it. I, I don't, I don't. I think it's the people. Like I get like Bismarck. He like. You asked you know, me who I wanted to headline. Rozelle. Like Rozelle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that one he did uh, with the voice of the girl changing him, him change his voice? That is young girl yeah, only knew. Yeah, that, that shit one. was dope. That I, was I brought that, that was up tight. on the podcast a long ass time That ago. was tight. But yeah, it's just, I think it's the people that like compete in like the world championships that bother me. They like do that techno and like, that quick like dub, dubstep type of sounding stuff. And I'm like, oh, it just annoys me. <laughs> That's all. Just, that's so all. What, just so like, what would be your torture? Like if you went to hell and they're gonna oh, torture yeah, you? Yeah, it's how you do a chair. Was the soundtrack. Yeah, is, man. is it beatboxing or air guitar? Can we make that worse? a question oh, on the hood diner? What is your private hell? What is your private hell? So you're tied up. You can't like. Yeah, you lost your voice. You can't hum the noise out. Yeah, and someone's beatboxing in front of you, following you. Like you're moving their face. They're they're right like dead center on you. That'd be hell. That'd be hell. Dude, That'd okay. That just got that just got added to it'd like be, the. It'd be that. It'd be it'd be listening to TLC. Probably I'm not a fan of TLC. Oh, no scrubs, I like really? That. I think uh, that, what's that song? USB US US four uh, UB forty. They had that red, once. Red, red, red oh. wine. Ugh. Just oh, ah. so so. What about Gross. if they beatbox red red oh. wine? <laughs> Oh, it's multi level. Boxing red, red, wide, oh, bro. Man, Personal hell. Horrible. Dude, that's what it is, bro. That's that literally, bad, that's man. that's going to be a new thing on the diner, bro, is we're going to talk about personal hell. Personal hell. What is your personal hell, dude? Yeah, man. That is some funny shit, man. Okay, so uh, the one thing we didn't talk about yet, real quick, we got to talk about something new. This week, it was mm, DJ Century yummy. Week. And he brought in some El Sabroso original waka chips waka chips obviously it is exactly what it sounds like it is a guacamole flavored tortilla chip uh where'd you get this at the, you got this at the little ghetto shopping i got a two hour market they always you come got through the, in the clutch. drinks like you did last time yeah and they've got the drink the coconut some, water that asmr for these people real quick you little <laughs> crunch <laughs> carbs are bad Okay. You should amplify that crunch to where it rumbles your <laughs> ears if you have a headphones on. I'll add, I'll add like some really a cool, rumble, little bass and <laughs> shit like that in there. And then a drink, more of those amoeba drinks. But this week it was coconut water and it was pretty good, but it was kind of nasty because yeah, it literally it was kind of good. But it was kind of nasty. It has like little floating coconut water or coconut Chunks pieces coconut and coconut shit. Yeah, what do we say? This this like it's like when you jerk off in the bath. You jerked off in 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 space. Elon like Musk. Yeah, the Elon Musk's <laughs> nut. Elon Musk spunk. <laughs> but yeah, but it was pretty good though. Out of all the coconut waters that you've brought in, this one's good, but the pulp has got to go. Yeah. And yeah. our homie Pike brought in some shit. Uh, you brought in a Snickers bar that you guys did not like. No. It was like a new uh, maple flavored one. Creamy was it? maple apple butter. That just sounds mad sugary, huh? Jeez. It Louise. was good. I liked it. I think I have a headache coming from it right now. That might be. <laughs> I haven't had like a like a chocolate bar like in a uh, long yeah, time, like an actual Snickers or anything like that. So that's like, yeah. Sunday soccer. And um, let me see, what else did you bring? Oh, oh the hot you shots. brought in the tricks, the tricks of the Cheetos. Let me see. Yeah, Cheetos flavored shots. Literally, it looks like tricks balls, but it was tricks flaming balls. hot. They're called flaming hot asteroids, which were fucking dope. Yeah, these were bomb. And honestly, yeah, you had a great idea. Like you made a bet, and if someone lost the bet, they have to eat this like cereal. Yeah, with milk. That'd be pretty that would be awful. That would be. Yeah. That sounds like you should do that as a Patreon video. Right? Oh, no. Oh. I mean, 
I ain't the one, sir. Do it, bro. What if we got someone to pay you like fifty bucks? To you do couldn't it? give me pay. You couldn't pay me enough to do that. Really? Challenge. No, I'd do it for fifty bucks. I would. I would do it for Ooh, fifty yeah, that's bucks. All you bro, that warm ass coconut and them hot Cheetos. <laughs> just oh, the, the way yeah. you said "nut" at the end of coconut nut. just made it so <laughs> nasty. That coconut. <laughs> that was fucking nasty. Uh. But uh, yeah, man, that was something new this week, man. Oh, and then what? Else? There was one more thing. There was one more thing. Was there? Or no? Uh, that was it. We talked about the body water. I, oh, I yeah, did yeah, bring yeah. that. You got yourself some water. The yeah, alkaline. We, were, we had a. Oh, you ever had the black alkaline water? Yeah. Is that? Alkaline yeah. Water? When were you gonna bring I that? I didn't know shit? that. I didn't know that. Yeah, that is alkaline water. That's pretty good water. Is it? Yeah. Is yeah. it weird? It's black. Yeah. yeah, it is weird. Not racial, obviously, but no. it's just we're talking about the actual color of the water. <laughs> yeah, the right. water's black. That's no, because the listeners don't know. Crazy, you know, sometimes you're not following. I be high sometimes. Black I don't follow water. all the time. Uh, what is out there that's black? Water. Like, like soda's brown. The color is of the water is not. I've never seen clear. a black liquid. I mean, I guess coffee's not even coffee's like a dark. No, brown. it's just odd it's looking. Black. Yeah, it is black, huh? Yeah, black. It's not like the bottles are black. Like watered down oil looks. Like yes, yeah. that's some exactly. Oil. That's some Texas exactly tea. Texas tea. <laughs> I know. I've been known a double cup sometimes in my life. Some Texas oh, tea. You're like, oh, you never mind. We, we, we had a we had a disclaimer before the show, so we have to ask all uh, certain type of questions <laughs> out off the air. I'm just gonna like chop that up and just have him stutter. Like that's the that's the that's what I that's the privilege I get from editing. That's the privilege I get from that. So, um, let me see. Um, last question before we get to the island question uh, related to like uh, the hip hop community scene, bro. What would you like to see different here? Hmm. I think the the it's it's a it's a mentality, man. I think it's like we're not yet a little closer, dog. It's like I think I think people are so worried about other people. Like people are so worried about like let's air quote haters. Right. And and like that was literally said like an, an Arizona hip hop uh, 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 music uh, thing uh, panel workshop I went to earlier this year and these professionals like really considered they're like yo the biggest problem we have in Arizona is, is haters I'm like that's ridiculous like why why that's that's not right haters like, <laughs> the big thing is like people not knowing their business like right. like not knowing like how to how to make money on the back end. Yeah. Like not knowing how to merchandise, merchandise, whatever. setting up their ass cap, learning how to monetize off of yeah, YouTube. And not just that, knowing how Things to like, like brush off what other people think, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you're not going to please everybody. Right. I've had that. I've had, that's been one of my biggest things. Like that's held me back in certain aspects of my shit is I've felt that way, you know, or I'll get, con- uh, what is it? Self-conscious about certain things. But yeah, man, like at the end of the day, a lot of the shit with people out here, bro, is like, they're their own worst enemy. They, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They start thinking that everybody's against them. And what you need to be thinking about is fucking just like, you know, moving forward. Like they say that shit, you know, you put blinders on and just stop, you know, thinking about what other people are thinking. If you are passionate about what you do, just continue doing it. And if you start developing a fan base, obviously you're doing something right because other people like your shit. Now, if you're doing some shit and you keep doing shit and you just have no following, Bro, at the end of the day, maybe you suck. You know what yeah, I mean? Maybe suck. you're just not made for that. Or maybe that's just not your, 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 what do you call it? Wheelhouse? Maybe that's just not your wheelhouse. Right. But, you know. I, I feel, feel like you get to be passionate about music. But if you don't garner the success that you want, you can't be mad at other people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you got to know exactly what it is but you're shooting for. There are you know? a lot of people that do this thing called hip hop. And don't get the response they want. And so then they start throwing shade on other artists. Whether they post a new video or they throw a new song up, 
you get the hate way before you get the love. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In my in my mind, kind of for going, every person you love, you got ten haters. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's actually pretty accurate too. I think I think that um, you got to determine it, like who you are. And and I think in my mind, there's like three types of rapper. You can be just a local artist, like just a plain local artist, like not worried about being. Uh, learning how to make money on the back end or anything like that. Then you got like, you got an independent artist who is like actually like got their business on the back end, all kind of working, grinding, touring, touring. You're really like trying to like make this a living, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you got like pretty much, then you got a major label artist, right. which can be all, you know, really, you really want to be the independent artist because the independent artist, uh, if you don't, if you don't know your independent stuff, like you're not going to know your major label stuff at all. Mm-hmm. You, this is this is help the 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 major label is helpful or is not if you're not if, if you're an independent artist the major label situation helps you so much so much so i think you as an artist need to determine where you stand or where you want to go right exactly everybody, what, what's the cutoff point for you everybody like, you- thinks they're an independent artist but they're they're not if you're a local artist and you just want to rap just rap if you want to perform at sky bar for open mics that's cool you know, no, no shame in that. Right. If you want to do solar culture shows for fun, do do it. If you want to go on tour, like don't go on tour and not have your back end. Don't have your ass cap set up because you're not going to get paid for those shows on you know later on. It's it's just it, it's just determine who you are as a musician right. because that's that's how you're going to really strive and be be in it for the long right. long term or as longevity. an artist. Period. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, right. man. Oof. Game right there. That's what I'm talking about. I had a question, but it eluded me. I we'll remember give you a couple it. seconds. Yeah, we'll give you a couple remember. seconds. Go I ahead. Think man. Even even from the independent artists, like I think in between independent artists and major label, there's still kind of tears there. There is, um, and so there like, is. yeah, like I said, like the festival itself, we love local art, obviously, because we think like the Tucson community is really diverse. But it definitely has like every aspect of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, to, but to the whole idea of of um, quote unquote making it mm-hmm. you're trying to do something that is an art form and get paid off that like that's that's not a profession until it is a profession you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying sure like it's, this is all hobbies we're all doing hobbies until we find that niche that takes us over the edge you know mm-hmm. whether you guys make it as millionaires with the restaurant or if you guys got to go into a different sector and you guys blow up that way mm-hmm. we're all just doing what we can to survive until we blow. You know what I'm saying? Like I I admire the people that have the courage to put music out, bro, because when we did this podcast, like I hate the way my voice sounds, Mm -hmm. you know? So hearing it back, super cringeworthy. I still do. You know, (laughs) but no, I'm just saying like, to get over that fear of like what people are going to think. Like, but you do hip hop, you know what I'm saying? That's a whole, that's, you're you're opening up yourself for a lot of criticism, Already. you know. Right. And there's some great artists here in Tucson, mm-hmm. and there's some not so good artists either, you know. Yep. Um, luckily, none of my homies are none of the not so good artists. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying I'm I'm lucky in that aspect, you know. Yeah. So, but um, I can't really can't think of that question, man. We're just gonna have to but, go to the island, you know. And, and it's art. Fucking, I mean, it's, ooh, you, it's, suck. Ooh, you suck. <laughs> it's art at the end of the day, too. I think, in my in my opinion. You know, I think it's 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 how people it's an outlet for people, especially when it comes to hip hop. Um, there's a lot of struggle in music, in, in hip hop and rap music. Right. You know, that's what it's birthed from, like the culture itself. So, um, you know, 
I, I, yeah, I just love, I love it all. I see a lot of parallelisms with hip hop and, and, and comedy. Yeah. I was having that conversation actually with some comedians yesterday at like Thunder Canyon. You do open mics, you do yeah. all this independent shit. Like, you don't even get paid for a show. Sometimes mm-hmm. you lose money. Like, you lose $30 for those tickets you didn't sell just to get on the bill, you know? Yeah. And you're not getting paid. You get a little bit of buzz. They ask you to open up until you get some traction and you're actually touring and stuff like yeah. that you know yeah comedy comedy life is not that's that's hard you can make a life living hard. off of that and and not even be a household name no yeah for sure you can make there's people that make thousands of dollars oh, and you could do well obviously yeah, yeah yeah i just saw joey yeah. diaz not too long ago yeah i went to the, the fox that was, it was great fucking hilarious, was hilarious man i listened to his podcast too yeah the uh, tucson, I, still the tucson. A, I still want to do a stand-up night one of these nights yeah, i'm down, gotta go man. down there i'm telling you the though, tucson com- uh, community scene co- comedy scene is blowing up right now yeah mm-hmm. um you got oh man what are their names I, I literally i was having the same exact conversation yesterday just like the parallels between the two and how like comedy same struggles a lot of the same struggles, but it's one thing that like comedians, like obviously people are going to leave open mics, but when comedians do open mics, comedians stick around and support the other. But when there's open mics here, like rappers just do their set and leave. And dip. Oh and God, dip. I can't stand You know what's the worst shit. part is the one that brings the most people. So say there's 20 people yep. in the room. Yeah. 15 of those people yeah. are here to see him. Yep. He has an early set. Yeah. And performs. Then dips, yeah. And then he's like, cool dog, I'm out. And That's been many a top a discussion here in this city, bro. Leaves. For real. Yeah, it happened. You know? I was at a show last night and it happened. I was in, I was in Douglas, Arizona for a show. So, so okay. and that, and saying in that, maybe he's not the dude that is the tightest, but do you put him on later on the bill to keep a majority of the people there? Just depends. You know what I'm saying? It depends like, on the promoter and how it, yeah, how it works, yeah. But at that same time, like that artist specifically was trash, and so if I would have if I would have waited till one o'clock in the morning to see him, and just because there's fifteen people around, like I would have been like, yeah, this he's is trash. Like, I don't want to wait around wait, for bro. this. Bro, he's dope, dude. Yeah, no, he's like, the dopest, bro. Because a lot of hip hop shows, there's not a crazy crowd most of the time, unless yeah, it's a pro- it well produced show. Right, right. Like you got up and coming dudes. There's like 10 people there sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes there's like three people there, you know? Yeah. Like I've seen events being thrown at bars where it's the host, the DJ, the artist, the bartender. You know what I'm saying? Like it's – there's a very limited audience. And the people still go up there and rock, bro, because they love it, you know? You got to, man. You got to. I've I've performed in front of, you know – couple hundred people and then i've performed in front of like 10 five people yeah you know what i'm saying I mean, and that's that's where you that's where you figure out your humbles stage show. you huh? and your humbles it humbles you for sure because you could probably have a kick-ass week where you opened up for somebody coming through like e40 or whatever mm-hmm. you have a yeah. nice little buzz people are singing your song <laughs> yeah next week you're opening you're playing I, at solar culture opening up yeah early on when there's not a lot of people I there mean, you I, know i opened up for like DJ, I would have for Kendrick Lamar for like a room of 150 people. Wow, that's and early then, right? It was 2010, and it's just like, you, you, like, it was great. It was super dope, you know. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, like, like those people aren't there to see you. 150 people aren't there to see you, right? You know, so it's like, you just gotta figure out where that is. You know, I've been Who on tours, like they- I said, run, run the jewels I toured with in, 20, oh, yeah? in 2013, 2014. And like, it's right when they started, huh? Right when they started their first tour, like sponsored by MySpace. Wow! Like, Damn, like that was MySpace yeah. was trying to revamp themselves. That was post Tom. Fucking Tom. That was post Tom. Oh, they got rid of Tom <laughs> by then. Okay. But you know, he so was it's everybody's like, friend, dude. It's like those people still like they were still selling out shows because obviously they're still big names at that time. But 
like they're not there to see the opening act. They're there to see run the jewels. Right. That's you know? what fucking Cash was saying. He was like, he was like, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? He's like, it's cool to get that selfie with that big ass crowd. He's like, but that's not your crowd. Yeah, you know man. what I'm saying? He's um, like, people pay to get on those shows too. Yeah. A lot of people pay to get on those, a lot of, a lot of those Rialto shows, you know? Yeah. But I mean, but, hey, you know, they, well, it comes down different, to marketing. different it's strategies. Marketing. You know what That's I'm what saying? I've to. seen a couple people do it, and so it kind of works. What happens if that one day one of fucking E40's A and R's is with him in the crowd, and you pay to get on that stage, yeah. and he fucking likes your shit? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. What do you, it's, doesn't matter about that point. It doesn't matter like how you how you, what you do after that, right? You That's leave shit out in the door. That's a great like, 2400. That's, that's part of like part of like business aspect. Like you got to know that. Like you got to know how to send an email. Like artists don't know how to send an email. They have mm-hmm. a hard time bringing a flash drive yeah. to, you know to the shows. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? and I'm and I'm guilty of this. A lot of people don't even have a press kit. A lot hey, of people don't have press kits. I just do have... that. That's I just added that shit to my shit. Yeah, buddy. you can do press. I'm, yeah, I'm fucking making press kits For right sure. now, buddy. Yeah, I've already got like four or five lined up. Yeah, bro. Like yeah. that's the biggest fucking thing. If you want to market yourself as an artist yeah. or even as a business professional, well, even sponsorships, press S- kits the way stuff. to go. Yeah, man. sending press kits, sending sponsorship decks to like to clothing lines to say like, this is what I can provide for you. This is what I'm looking for. How can how can we make this work? Um, micro influencing. We were talking about this earlier, but you know, companies are looking for people that have a thousand to you know seven thousand followers. Because you know who you tr- yours truly is. Yeah. He has a sponsorship with a shoe company that he was Dope. at a, a festival in Chicago this past weekend, and he held the shoe up mm. and took a picture of the stage like that. Thanks for keeping me comfortable and all cool. this other stuff. So he got some influencer things going on, too. That's dope. That kid's a young That's cat ideal. making moves, yeah, too, dog. He's good, man. He's like, doing if really anything, good. I'm glad you know him. I'll say link up with that dude because he can probably put you in touch yeah. with some artists that – you can get for the low, you know what I'm saying? That yeah. are making a splash. Yeah, I've yeah, I've I've I've, I've done stuff with Trish, with Josh Truly and stuff, and and he's a great guy, man. Super super great guy. Fuck yeah, man! All right, dog, we're gonna move right into the island question, buddy. You are all alone on an island, and you only get to have one book, one album, one movie, and one food for the rest of your life. What are they? Oh, dang it! I would say pizza. Damn, it'd be, really? It'd be, it'd be double double pepperoni. It's not kiss a smoke. Kiss a smoke. No. <laughs> Damn, dog. Damn. <laughs> that should have been the first answer right there, dog. No, no. I'm just fucking with you. That's I uh, yeah, no, probably pizza. Pizza, pizza from, from double, a particular double, place. Um, you can pick pepperoni. up pepperoni. I love pep- or I love uh, Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut? I love okay. Pizza Hut pizza. Pizza Hut is good. That's super good. I love how pizza's but like crust that, that pan thick crust. as fuck, bro. But well, double like pepperoni. I'm a Peter Piper dude, so. Um, I love yeah, Peter Piper. I, don't I love Peter Piper. Death I mean, me. I liked it the last time I had it, bro, but like 15 minutes later, it's cardboard. If you it's don't eat it hot, yeah. Yeah. it's cardboard. Like, I go to fucking later. a buffet, and I the eat buff- gluttonous amounts of fucking pizza. Yeah, the, the buffet is where it's at, I'll for fuck sure. up like eight pizzas. I'll do custom shit to you. I'll be like, yo, throw this on there. Throw that on there. Like. Man, if see, people I, don't like pineapple on their pizza, that's cool. But don't act like I'm weird because I like it on my. Oh, I, I miss Cece's Pizza, which they didn't have, or I don't know if they had one here, but they did. Do, they did had they? one on Ina right there by the fucking oh, event center, right did. there. They you know, did. little spot. It's something else that. now, but they but close that fucker down. That's I'm, I miss. We used to go to those in Oklahoma all the time, and they're just all you can eat buffets all the time. Yeah, it's like and five, you, six bucks, and right? Shit, bro. And you can get that chicken buffalo pizza. Yeah, that one was fire. It though. I don't think I've ever eaten there. No? Well, I mean, like I said, oh. the only one that was open in Tucson yeah. was yeah. up there on the north side right there. Yo, have oh, you ever been to a KFC buffet? 
Yeah. They have oh, one yeah. in Sierra Vista. They did. Yeah. Or is it still, still there? there? Is yeah, it still yeah, there? Yeah, it's still there. Dude. Yeah. Oh, man, bro. There used to be one in Green Valley. Oh, But it's yes. not a buffet anymore. Oh, uh, that sucks. Yeah. I used when, to fuck up the macaroni, dog. Bro, when I worked at You got to try Kiss the Smoke, bro. Uh, our macaroni, man. Okay. It's fire. Oh, it is. It is. Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm positive. I know a bunch of the ladies have gone there because they kept asking my, my wife afterwards, like, where is it at? Like, a lot of them took family that was coming into town. Some of them say they'd never had beans so good. Yeah. Other ones said the same thing about the macaroni and cheese. Other ones loved the fucking, uh, the, the brisket, man. I was a brisket. Was it the brisket? Yeah. I think it was the brisket. Yeah. But regardless, bro, they all, my, my wife said for like at least like two, three weeks afterwards, they were always asking, what was the name of that? Oh. Place we had. What was the name of that place we had? So it was. Yeah, I think we had we oh, catered a wedding for for oh, one shit. of the. Yeah. Okay. Do you yeah. remember? That? You don't remember that? Name? I don't remember that. Name. Oh, that's, yeah. That's still dope though. Hell yeah, man. That's yeah. that's awesome. That's awesome. okay. So that was your food. It's um, generic, I know, but one book so good. No, no, hey, man, book is tough, man. I don't read books. I don't really read books like at all. Like I don't think I've ever read like I think I've maybe read like three books in my life. Yeah. Um. Man, you would take a blank fucking It'd notepad. Be like a, <laughs> uh, some sort of thinking book of some sort. Yeah. Something that just kind of keeps your mind going. I crack up with Duce. What do they say? Like the, the, the 48 laws of power or shit like that? I'm yeah, like, like, what are you trying that. to do? Strategize your way off the island? <laughs> What are you gonna do? Right, like, like in my you, mind, I was you go like, get this business. I was you go like, give this island it, the business. Like, crush it by Gary V. I'm like, yeah, that's that would probably work out. Yeah, it's yeah, just let like me... super motivating. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He'll feel that we figure out a way to get the fuck off this island right here. Yeah, exactly. But figure, yeah, figure out a way. He he's like straight to the point. He's just like, yeah. you know, I'm not gonna tell you this recipe that's gonna make you just. Uh-huh. But be he kind of has been overnight. He goes, he kind of has been though. He, he, but his he really preaches being like a creature of habit. I mean that too. But you yeah. know what, lately visualization. Lately, he's been really pushing the whole. What is it? The fucking like the flip it, the flipping shit. Like going to fucking right, uh, garage sales and stuff. Going to garage sales and flipping yeah. shit like super cheap and shit, dude. Like he's got like thousands of people like like signed up to his little programs and how they do it and fucking this and that. And a lot of people are showing that they've been you know actually flipping shit. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, hey. If you put enough time and effort in that kind of business, you'll make money. Oh, the resale game is ridiculous, man. I mean, even in music right now, records. I was, I was, I tweeted this yesterday, but to Benny the Butcher, actually, like, what a my my song of the week. Um, His album just dropped on Friday, uh, vinyl wise. Um, I think they made like three thousand of them, Um, but all of them sold in in seven minutes. And now you like try to find it like on eBay, and it's gonna be like a hundred plus dollars. Right. There's there's one Gunky Knuckles just released. Um, he's a producer that was living in that's out of Bisbee, and he produced a, a track with uh, this guy named Pounds and Smoke Dizza, um, and it's literally just one track. It's got the instrument on one side, and it's got the regular song on the other side. So it's just a 12 inch record, and it freaking it's going on sale right now. Like it sold out within like 10 minutes. And it was just a single, but it's like two hundred dollars on eBay right now. That's Damn. fucking crazy, yeah. bro. Hell all the yeah. Grazilda stuff, like sweatshirts, things like that. I mean, obviously, like Generation Cool, all that stuff. Like that 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 resale game is yeah, man, is something, man. It's then just they like got a shoe like, game. Slobby them got in on it really good, like an early, yeah, you know, for sure. That's some good shit, man. But yeah, I'm trying to do that shit. What uh, okay, what was uh, what would be your one uh, album? Oh, man, that's tough. <sighs> Right, it's like one album. It's on. I don't know if I want to listen to. I don't know if I want to listen to rap or I want to listen to like some, like soul funk stuff. Right. I. Mad villainy. Yeah. 
Okay. Mad Villainy. That's MF Doom and, and Mad Lib. Okay. Yeah. yeah they they heard dropped that, that album, I think, like 10, 15 years ago. And I, that I is love a classic that album, album, but it's, man. Yeah, that's tough. Because it's like Stevie Wonder. Like, you can never get wrong, go wrong with Stevie right? Wonder. Like, or Prince, you know? Yeah. Like, those Do you are think Michael Jackson touched peepees or not? <laughs> <laughs> I would say, I don't know if he did. I don't, I don't believe, I don't believe what happened happened. You don't I, think he was playing with buttholes? I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. Um You think R. Kelly was t- uh making all that sex I mean, there's shit? Proof. That's for sure. There's proof. That's, that's, that's no sure. question. That's the, no question. Yeah, the, the Michael Jackson stuff, man. I don't the know. Michael, like, Michael that's Jackson tough. shit is all they, fucking they, he, he say she say shit, man. And it's just yeah, it's hard. Man, they the FBI investigated him for so long. Like how do they Feds unless bro. he's paying money. Feds you know, unless unless there's like cover up and stuff like that. I don't he know about the it. other stuff, but I'm saying like to the feds, like the actual people that could find find the evidence of it. Right. They I mean, if anybody nothing. had the money to do it. <laughs> if he had the money to do it. I mean, he had the money to do it. That's kind of the sad thing to say, but all, I'm just saying all. like fucking yeah. But nah, I don't think he did. I don't think he did either. We talked about I think we would have found out if, if money was being exchanged by now. For sure. Right. Yeah, man. Okay. And then the last thing was one movie, bro. Movie, I love. Uh, what was the Dark Knight? I really enjoyed the Dark Knight. Dark Super Knight. dark. That yeah. was a Joker. Yeah, was Heath Ledger. That is a classic ass movie, dude. That is just a really good Joker. movie. Yeah, so good. How do you feel about the series being revamped with an old Batman as Ben Affleck? Eh, I don't know. Because I know they're Whatever. in another phase of it now. Yeah, was it revamped? Just, yeah, think yeah. about it. There was no Christian Bale. I mean, it wasn't Christian Bale, but what is, it was revamped. Like, they started it over? Yeah, or was it just like Batman it failed. Years later? It failed. Batman versus Superman was an awful movie. Justice yeah. League was an awful movie. Um, what else was Batman in? But they're redoing the, the Batman, right? With what's his name? With Twilight. With Robert Pattinson, yes. Yeah. I, I like... Okay, so I'm not big on Marvel. I'm not big on DC. Like, I don't really pay you attention too much. That mm. stuff, yeah. So I really don't have much of a say in it, but... I really love the darkness of DC like movies, like that, like that. that I love it. I they kind of tailored to a certain the style. Super drama. So yeah. I love the the Watchmen was dope. Watchmen so they're coming out with a series sick. on HBO. Oh, okay, dope. Check that out. Okay, yeah. you know, bro. I watched 15 minutes of Los Spooky. You couldn't get into it. Do it, bro. I heard it's hilarious. And I speak Spanish. And I speak Spanish, but I felt bad for my lady having to read all these subtitles and shit, dude. So hilarious. So we went right back to Barry, bro. It's all Barry's good too. Barry's really good. Yeah, we're like invest in that by yourself if you have to. I might. Yeah, it's so funny. It seemed kind of funny. If you like Fred Armisen's style of comedy, do you like Fred Armisen? Yeah, yeah, he's fine. So you watch documentary now. Uh, I, no, I haven't actually watched any of that. Dude, that shit's so funny. I need to watch that. It is Portlandia, stupid funny. Portlandia like is funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. who that dude is? Yeah. That's a Portlandia dude? Yeah. Because yeah. he was also on uh, he, one of the funniest episodes of uh, Parks and Recreation. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever see that? Where he was on there? They came from like Colombia or Bolivia or something like that. Yeah. Hearing him speak funny shit, man. Spanish fluently fucking cracks me up. <laughs> He's a Miss Same, same high pitch voice and stuff? Miss Cousy, Miss Cousy. Uh, you know, he's the same guy. Yeah. That's Fred Armisen, right? From Eurotrip? Nope. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen that part. You've never seen Eurotrip? No, I, well, I've seen yes. Eurotrip, but not in a long time. You're right. I'm sorry. Yes, you are right. That is so they go into the tunnel and this dude's all touching his leg. You never seen <laughs> you never seen Rot uh, or uh Eurotrip? Years. That's oh, really, so long. Great. I don't remember. Eurotrip had him and it also had Jack Lemon, the dude from uh Reno nine one one. Dangle from right from Classic. Reno nine one one and shit. He's so good. He was the robot that he was out there fucking <laughs> Error. Yeah. Error. Yeah. 
He kicks it in the butt. The balls. <laughs> the balls. Yeah, exactly, man. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, but that Los Spookies is fucking hilarious. I don't know. I need to check it out. Yeah, Barry's know. good. Yeah, only Barry's other, funny. Fire. Only other thing I had was in food and culture, I saw that there was some fucking Hidden Valley Ranch Pop-Tarts coming out. That sounds good. Yeah. So? I don't know. No, about not that, at all. Bro. That know. That's kind of like, like a cow's own, right? I mean, without the, everything else, but the Good fucking, but the a, fucking a cow's ranch. Own. Yeah, that's kind of nasty. But yeah, I saw that. Is like, is oh. the icing? Is is like the top of it? The I, don't, ranch? I think the ranch is on the inside. inside. Yeah, so man, we'll somebody's trolling. That ain't true. Yeah, I hope so. I could be a breast stick. Like a ranch dip, yeah, stick. true, yeah, yeah, that would actually, yeah, yeah, but not yeah. a fucking pop tart, <laughs> a pop tart, man. I don't yeah, know. you fucked that all up. And then the only other thing bark. that happened today was uh, Durant and Kyrie are going to the Nets, huh? Brooklyn, bro. Kyrie too? Yeah, it's bro. official. They got um, verbal. I mean, dudes. that's what I verbal. thought. I saw. Okay, I'm pretty, sure I saw, I'm pretty sure I thought that. I got the ESPN shit earlier. Yeah, um, Kemba went to the Celtics. Uh, D'Angelo Russell's going to the Warriors. Is he? That's what it says right here. Damn. Yep. I, a, a, I no. don't have a final on Kyrie, though. I do have the final on Durant with the Nets, but I don't have Kyrie. Yeah. I DJed a, an OKC Thunder party uh, after that? party back in the day. It was cool. It was it was the it was James Harden. It was uh, Durant Westbrook, Durant. It was it was like the, the golden era for, for yeah. Sight, that was fun, man. It was it's crazy. Fun. If they would have never gave Serge Ibaka that extension, mm-hmm. they would have been able to keep yeah. Harden there. Yep. And they would have been able to build, bro. And can you imagine what would have been? Oh man, they were they were they were de- so dynasty led. You're not led. from there. You just lived there. Yeah, no, I'm from Tucson, but I moved there for college. So uh, in the mid 2000s, like 2003. What does that team mean to that city? <sighs> yeah, it's everything. Because is there like, any other like, professional shit it there? Was after uh, no professional, they had they had indoor football. That was like the closest professional that they had. But the um. Yeah, when you know after nine eleven or after after Katrina, um, that's when uh, that's when New Orleans had to send their team to uh, to there to OKC. Okay, and from that point, just it just like it was it proved that they were selling tickets, crazy yeah. amounts, and that that place is loud. Yeah, it's really? loud. Fuck the stadium, man. Do people love Russell Re- Russell Westbrook over there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, fucking high, bro. For, for, for <laughs> yeah. how much of a ball hockey is, like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if I want him on the Suns though. Is that thinking? Is that a possibility? I'm just saying, like, if they ever decide to move that max contract somewhere, I wouldn't want that hogging up all the cap in Arizona. You know, man, we got Aiton, Devin Booker, so we got a nice little yeah nucleus moving forward. So we'll see what happens. We got fucked on that NBA lottery deal, man. <laughs> How do you get number six, bro? I don't understand, man. I don't. Yeah, man. But, uh, okay, man. Uh, let me see, Pike. You got any last uh, shout-outs you want to give, bro, before we cut, before we wrap it up? Uh, Shout-out shout out to Hood Diner, man. Y'all are doing really good, man. You know, I, f- I follow you guys. Thank and, you, man. Thank and, you, and I really uh, enjoy the podcast. I keep up, like, pretty much on all the media as much as I can here in Tucson. Right. You know, so yeah. all the podcasts that are popping up, um, you know, wishing the radio would would be a part of all this would be cool because it'd be a larger reach. But right, you know, um, we're not exactly um, PC. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying. So like not. the appeal of our show is definitely um, a different demographic. But yeah, I you know it's just a it's a cool game to get into, bro. Because like there's no there's no restrictions. Yep. 
Like you could do literally a podcast on anything, bro. Yeah. yeah. We but just like talk we, about cool shit, you yeah. know. And the I like what we've been we doing, man. I like the people that we've been bringing in. Uh, it's it's like like I I've always said as to me it's the five twenty magazine two point you know what I mean yeah. it's like because that's what I that's what that magazine was about it was it was my my way to highlight the people I thought that were really making a difference and trying to like really put themselves out there and do sure. good shit you know yeah and that were locals so you right. know what I'm saying that you know so that's yeah. where that's where me and you have have always shared that love for like the local scene on some on that shit bro yeah, you know what I'm saying so yeah um. But yeah, man. Shout out, shout out everybody listening, man. Wherever you're at, right? whatever city, state, country you're in. Yeah, we apologize if there's amazing. any fan noise, man, or uh, yeah, the fan noise because you know it's hot as fuck, and uh, we apologize to uh, Pike and Brandy how hot, dealing with how hot it yeah. was <laughs> here today. I'm you know sweating I'm behind my knee. You know that knee sweat underneath. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. But I want to say yeah. this: you guys are gonna get home. You guys are probably gonna take a good night shower. Mm-hmm. You feel refreshed in the morning. You know, yep. this is a sauna action here. Right? <laughs> it's like a little spa day here. <laughs> yes, that's how we the sell only thing it. Bro. Is we don't have a masseuse. You know, right? we we'll have to get one of those on deck. We'll, we'll get yeah. one of them shits, man. But um, we'll get but, your dad to come back. But yeah, man, where can uh, where can uh, <laughs> that was odd. I was like, oh, <laughs> that was great. He must have been partying at the neighbor's house. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was fucking crazy. It was all he's probably like thinking, like, what the fuck is going on in the garage right now? Blue lights he's and not, shit. He yeah. knows that I recorded here, ultra. but he didn't. He know he's never been here because he usually crashed out at the time. That's and uh, yeah, so he probably saw a blue haze out the window and like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's going on? What? But, but also, yeah, man. Also, shout out, man. Kiss the Smoke Barbecue. Make sure you follow it on. Yeah, the, I was just about to say that. What's the what's the the, the handles and everything? Kiss the Smoke Barbecue dot com. Yep. Kiss the Smoke Barbecue dot com. If you guys are in Tucson or are planning to come to the area, make sure you make them a spot as a you know just really good barbecue, man. How long do you guys smoke the meats? <sighs> Look at you asking for secrets Depends, and shit, man. I'll let Brandy take over. Uh, about ten to twelve hours for brisket. Okay. About eight hours for pork. So. Are you guys in a situation where it's like an electric one where you don't have to maintain it? Or are you guys building the fire the whole time? Uh, we use pellet smokers. So okay. It, it's wood pellets. Okay. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I have a smoker at the house. I've never used it. So I might have to get some tips from you just to get some. I'm not trying to do nothing in a restaurant. I just want to do something low key at the house. Yeah. That tastes great, you know? Yeah. We got a we got gifted like a $1,500 grill that's um, a smoker. Uh, charcoal and it has propane on it mm-hmm. so it's it's a cool little thing you know to have and i just want to maximize that whole thing that it's cool that it has the whole chamber for the coals and then you don't have to have the it was an indirect heat is that what is it yeah it's right. called yep so yeah i want to i want to definitely make something something for myself <coughs> yeah man you guys make your own barbecue sauces we do we make all our own rubs and sauces okay oh, yes dude you guys, make sure you guys go down there and check that. Are shit you guys out. open tomorrow? Nope, we're closed for the next two weeks. Oh, okay. oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> when is the uh, reopen date? You have July seventeenth. Okay, July seventeenth. You will be seeing us there. Well, yeah. at least me. Yeah, I want to try it out. We'll go, let's go. I'm down, bro. What day is your birthday? In the second, huh? It's the twelfth. Twelfth. Okay. So it's not this Friday coming up, but the following Friday. I'll be out of town. My bad. I'm gonna try and get on a guest spot somewhere, like somewhere I've never been before. I DJed at Cobra for their one year anniversary and I DJ with Master Monk. Mm-hmm. He's a curator at a Hi-Fi and Playground, I think. Yeah. And I was like, dope. yo, if you ever need a guest spot, they hit me up. Like, I'm down, bro. Like, I, or if I, I'm looking for one, but I've never DJed at Hi-Fi. That's not really my crowd. Yeah. I don't play that demographic of music. Like, sure. 
the dubstep remix, the house, like heavy house. I play house, but that's not my forte. Yeah. Hip hop is. I feel like you can get away, especially with like Latin trap over there. Yeah. Mm, yeah. For sure. I'm, I'm big on reggaeton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The cumbias, sure, the Mexican sure. music, and all that shit. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, man. So I'm gonna try and get on something for my birthday. So dope. Do something, man. I need to order some embroidery, some hats from you. Whenever you're ready, dogs. It's the dude. Yeah. It's the dude right here. Where can they find you on social media, bro? They can find me personally at Smash Lames. Smash that, Lames. Yeah. Bitch. Smash Lames. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that. Hell yeah, man. I'm out there. You are all up in them streets, bro. Well, man, you know, I can't thank you enough, bro, for coming in. I appreciate you, man. Love you, dude. And uh, thank you, bro, for coming in, bro. Appreciate you. you. And thank you guys again for enduring this fucking heat. You know what I'm saying? But but it is the hood diner. So, you know, that's that's always my fail safe drop back. Hey, you know. You kind of knew what you were getting into. You knew what it was when you you signed up. (laughs) You knew what it was when you decided to come on Hood Diner. But yeah, man. uh, Episode 55. With it. That double nickel. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Thank you again, man, for coming on. And uh, yeah, man. The homie casual. And it's DJ Sentry. Smash lames. Yeah, man. Peace. Peace. Game over.